Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big news. Alec Baldwin shot and killed a woman on the set of the film Rust, and we've got a whole bunch of new details coming out, and we got a lot to talk about. It turns out, a couple new details, it was a live round, and apparently the crew had walked off set the day, I believe days prior, because the gun had misfired before. So here we go. I'm going to say it. Alec Baldwin is more than 100% responsible for this. We'll get into all of these details. I, I don't want to just rush into it, you know, head first. We've also got some other really, uh, um, I guess, more ridiculous news. Interestingly, Joe Biden came out with this PSA where he's speaking with a disabled man who is saying that thanks to Build Back Better, he's able to have his, you know, his, his live-in assistance helping him live the life he does. And the man's name is Brandon. And so a lot of people think, you know, this is an out-of-place PSA. This is the Biden administration's attempt to reclaim the name Brandon. And I'm willing to predict that the media is going to say anybody who says, let's go, Brandon, is clearly mocking a disabled man. Okay, this should be funny. We got a lot to talk about. We got some awesome friends who have joined us. We got Viva and Barnes. This is, I was telling you earlier, this is a surreal experience. I've met Robert for the first time tonight, you, Tim, for the first (laughs) time, and the team for the first time tonight. So two years we've known each other. And now we finally get to meet in well, the you, flesh. Well, you've been uh, um, basically locked up in the gulags of uh, Canada for, the, the past, for, your, for your entire life, I believe, right? The, well, I, I didn't realize I was locked up until the last <laughs> two years. And then I realized we were locked up when I was asked for you know, documentation to travel from Quebec to New Brunswick. But getting here was a journey. I had to get you know, proof from you guys that I was coming down for legit non-vacation wow. reasons. Yeah. Wow. Uh, negative uh, rapid test. I brought papers just in case they asked. And uh, I got through the customs, and it was uh, it was a good feeling. We, I'll, I'll, let's get in depth on that later on. We'll we'll, we'll jump into that. We got Robert Barnes. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, what, what's what's your story? I mean, you guys should introduce yourselves, I guess. Oh yeah, so uh, Robert Barnes, Barnes Law. This is Viva Fry. So the uh, uh, Viva Barnes Law dot locals dot com. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's great to be here. It's great. It's finally good to meet up. I mean, basically, it was two and a half years ago. Uh, uh Viva covered uh, Alex Jones's deposition. And I was Alex Jones's lawyer at the time, and then all of a sudden the pandemic happened, and the world went crazy. Well, there you, there it, it you was go. The, it was the coolest <laughs> thing. I was so naive at the time. In the background, I heard, "I like your work, Mr. Barnes." There was the other lawyer who said it after the deposition, and I only put it together after like the first time we spoke. But uh, yeah, Barnes was the lawyer in the background of that Alex Jones deposition. Cool. Who was the, who was the deposing lawyer? Uh, complete nut job. I mean, complete lunatic. <laughs> I can say that now because I'm not part of the case. <laughs> so the, uh, I mean, just a complete, just just a whack job all the way. Uh, Mark Bankston. Uh, just sort of lefty hardcore had a fake anonymous Twitter account where he was saying all the things that he was accusing other people of doing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just, just insanity. So, uh, you guys are lawyers. You comment on cultural issues in law. And it's really fascinating how people, you know, uh, I, I know I love watching your videos because I'm like, I need to understand this, you know, someone who's actually a lawyer. But you're Canadian, so it doesn't so, count. Well, right? and then, no, I'm Canadian and I was looking into the U.S. stuff to try to make it, make sense of it for myself. And then that's, you know, how I fell into the niche. It's just trying to understand Jussie Smollett's deferred prosecution agreement. Right. That I realized other people don't know what it means. And so I'm a lawyer, not a U.S. lawyer. I can make sense of these terms and then explain it to people who don't understand it. We gotta, we gotta, this'll, this'll be helpful when we talk about the South Baldwin stuff. So we're definitely getting into it. I, I definitely want to approach that from, uh, a, a, 
gun connoisseur perspective, but I think you guys will have a legal perspective, which would be interesting. And you as a Canadian probably have a lot of questions, in fact, about how you yeah, know, these I, I, I'm, I'm going to be the uh, the know nothing when it comes to guns because I know nothing when it comes to guns. But knowing law should be interesting because you can ask those questions. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. We you're, got Luke. You're Canadian. You get a pass. Um, <laughs> today I'm wearing one of the most classiest shirts from my collection. Indeed. And it states tax this Danny. Tax this Danny. Um, and I have my family friendly tape here. So if you really want to know what it says, you can find out by going to thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. Oh man, me too. Ian Crossland, of course, here. What's up, dudes? I'm glad you guys are here in the flesh. This is great for the first time. And I don't want to waste any more time. Let's go. I am so excited to be the one facilitating these two guys meeting. It was like an act of God to get all of this lined up in time, just like our event tomorrow. So I'm stoked to have you guys here. We'll have a great conversation. And don't forget to go to TimCast.com, become a member, sign up, help support our journalists, help us make more content. We've already got the Cast Castle vlog, Tales from the Inverted World. The crew has been working on this new pop culture show we're going to be producing. So we want our values, freedom, personal responsibility. We want these things to come out in the content we produce. So we're doing more. And that's thanks to your membership, again, at TimCast.com. And we're also uh, doing an event tomorrow night in the Harper's Ferry area. And there's going to be... It's not just going to be the Tim Cast IRL crew. We got Ryan Long and Danny Polishchuk who are going to be doing comedy. You know Ryan and Danny from the videos he puts out that are amazing. And then there's probably going to be a bunch of other people showing up who happen mm-hmm. to be in the area for some reason. <laughs> they might be here for some reason and they might <laughs> end up at the event as well. Yes. And a couple people who live in DC. So I think a lot of people are going to be really pleasantly surprised to see that we somehow managed to pull together a large group of people for this, what was kind of just a random event. Um, but as a member, those who are at the $25 level or more, the tickets uh, were free. They're sold out now. We are currently doing an auction for another set of tickets. And then because I guess we're out of time, we're going to do one more auction for a very limited amount of time for four tickets. So that should be up at some point, maybe now, actually. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, yeah, so we're auctioning those off. And then if you are a member at the $25 level, we're actually going to seek out bigger venues because our intention was never to gate it so that $10 members couldn't get it. It was that we wanted to create something that was like, okay, if you're, you know, a dedicated fan and you really want to support us, then we'll give advance notice of our events. Considering we sold out faster than I realized we would, I guess I underestimated, you know, uh, how much people really wanted to come to events like this. We're, we're, we're going to do a much bigger venue the next time around, and then we'll be able to, and the tickets are free. We're going to do, to the best of our abilities, we're trying to do free events for our members. So that's another thing you'll get. Uh, the challenge, I suppose, is if the venues don't allow us to do that this time around, we're covering all the costs pretty expensive, but I think it's totally worth it because real world events are where people form those bonds, make those connections, meet friends, get married even, maybe, who knows? So that's why we're doing it. So definitely thanks uh, fa- thanks for being a member. Like this video, subscribe to this channel, all that stuff. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about some news. We got some, some new information on the Alec Baldwin shooting from the LA Times. Rust Crew describes onset gun safety issues and misfires days before fatal shooting. In fact, they say, Hours before the the actor, Alec Baldwin, fatally shot a cinematographer on the New Mexico set of Rust with a prop gun, a half dozen camera crew workers walked off the set to protest working conditions. The camera operators and their assistants were frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low budget film, Mm -hmm. including complaints about long hours, long commutes and collecting their paychecks, according to three people familiar with the matter who were not authorized to comment. We're also learning, I believe we have this story, it's from People. The gun Alec Baldwin fired on Rust set contained a live round, Prop Masters Union says. Now this is, normally I don't care too much about the pop culture stuff, it's not policy, I'm, but this is Alec Baldwin, 
an overtly political actor, mm-hmm. a violent and angry individual on online who has been a, a very prominent activist, whether you like it or not, or you think it's silly, he has been. He is, uh, you know, look, many of these people, I don't want to say him directly, but I'd assume him along with many others are anti-gun. And this is how it manifests. They want to play with weapons on set and they don't want to take responsibility for it. So this is a gun issue. It's a political issue. And now I'm seeing all of these people tweet at me. It's not Alex Baldwin's fault. No, no, no. I said it, it's more than 100% his fault because not only at the time when I said that, if the gun is given to you, it is in your hand. You're responsible for what comes out of it, period. That doesn't mean he's a murderer. It just means he's responsible. It could be negligence. It could be manslaughter or it could be accidental, but it's on him. The other issue is now that we're learning that the crew had been describing gun safety issues already, if he was not aware of that when he was handling a weapon, his fault. So here's my one question as an ignorant Canadian. I took a firearms safety course, but when I saw the term misfire, I just asked the question, is it not firing when it's supposed to or is it? Uh, firing by accident. I looked this up. A misfire means that it doesn't fire at all. Then there's a thing called a hang fire where it doesn't fire for about 30 seconds and then it mm-hmm. fires. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, I don't know about if it just goes off without even touching it. If that's also considered a misfire, I couldn't figure that out. Well, hang- another thing we have to add to this discussion is that if someone knows gun safety, if someone knows how to use guns, if, some, if someone is properly trained on how to use guns, they could prevent a lot of these incidences from happening because you know, hey, I got a real gun, I got real bullets, and you know the difference between fake bullets, dummy bullets, fake guns, prop guns, and real guns. So this is a, this is a huge tragedy. Uh, we're hearing other reports that uh, Alex said, why was I given a live gun after this incident? So again, I have to kind of say I think he here, said hot, didn't he say yeah, hot? Yeah, I believe something along those lines. The, the reports are still coming in. The police say that they're still investigating all of this, but it, it is very prominent that a lot of the people who are the most anti-gun don't know anything about guns. Well, and that's, that's something that should be stopped immediately. And people should take some time and, and learn about them because, uh, I mean, these incidences could be prevented with just information and knowledge. But sadly, a lot of the times we can't even talk about these issues. So I tweeted that this is Alec Baldwin's fault. I didn't say he should go to prison. I didn't say, you know, in, in, in one tweet, I, I have expressed that, you know, he should be charged um, to a certain degree. There should be an investigation. I'll put it that way. But I get all of these these lefties, these these, you know, because they love Alec Baldwin, because he is in their tribe. They're like, it's the prop master's fault. And I'm like, prop master wasn't holding the gun. It's it's crazy to me. People then said, so Tim actually believes in more gun control now. And I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure it is the two way advocates who are the ones demanding responsibility for gun owners, not the government imposing restrictions on the people. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, well, we'll just contrast it to the Kyle Rittenhouse case. I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse actually knew how to use a gun, only used it in self-defense purposes, and they were eager for him to be prosecuted with every imaginable crime, even crimes that didn't apply to him under the constitutional circumstances. And yet here you have a celebrity, a high-profile personality, overtly political over the last decade, uh, who chose to be very anti-gun, who killed somebody because he didn't have basic training. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's right. How, how I mean, I don't even understand how they have a live gun 
on a set. I appreciate it's a prop, and that to me means that it, there should never be anything near yeah. bullets in it. So is it is it shooting a shell of a of a of a well, uh, the blank? Bullets it... bullets are banned from these kinds of movies. So how did this happen? I mean, there's a lot of accusations about how the workers were treated here. There's a lot oh. of uh, accusations about scabs. <laughs> Getting crazy. There's a lot of you know a lot of implications with people just being brought in out of nowhere. So yep. I mean, this happened before. It's not like this never happened before. This happened to Brandon Lee. Bruce Lee's son was shot and killed because of another accident where someone had a live bullet on uh, you know, the production facility. So they made sure to ban all live bullets from production facilities, I, and, and this happened again. I don't think it's an accident. I'm not saying it was an intentional murder yeah. or anything like that. But you know, when I'm thinking about this story, I got my biases, all right? And I'll tell you one of them. We've got some replica guns here. We've got, uh, we've got Airsoft. We have actual mock replicas for like basic training purposes. It's like a piece of metal that just slides back. It doesn't really do much. And, you know, I was just explaining to, to the Viva and Barnes before we started the show, like I'll, I'll tell, ask someone like, Hey, you know, the gun safety rules, right? Never point at anybody, finger off the trigger. The gun is always loaded and I'll hand them the weapon. And the first thing they always do is just like, Oh, wow. And I'm like, your fingers on the trigger and you're pointing it at people. You see, you failed the test when you do that. When I, so they say, Oh, but Alec Baldwin's got training and he's safe. My assumption is that he was goofing around. He did not respect that weapon. He clearly did not check it. If they're saying it was a live bullet, that means he didn't open it up and say, he, you, you got to be handed the, the okay, if, it's, if, if yeah. you're getting a revolver, the revolver should be open, pointed down, handed to you by the, by the armor of the set, the prop master who says, this is a Colt 45 loaded yeah. with 45, you know, a 45 long Colt revolver. We are closing the revolver now. When you pull the trigger, it will fire a live round. He's handed a gun he doesn't look at. He doesn't open. He doesn't check. And then it, it misfires, whatever, whatever, whatever that means. I'll play devil's advocate because I really don't like Alec Baldwin. But um, setting aside the politics, his overt, you know, hateful rhetoric, irrelevant for the time being. If I'm Alec Baldwin and I'm a Hollywood actor and someone says, this is a prop for a scene. Here you go. Take it. Look, I don't even know how but, I'm but, supposed but no, to know no, no, that no, no, it's no. a real. It's real easy let's, with let's, a little bit of training. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let's, 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 make, let's make a legal argument out of it. A legal argument out of it. I hand Ian a loaded gun. And I say, don't worry, Ian, it's not loaded. You can shoot Viva. And then he does. Will Ian get in trouble? If it, well, he, at that point, a loaded gun, or sorry, a real gun, I would say yes. But if you say it's a prop, I don't even have a reason to know that it's a real gun. I would say you're the one who's going to be guilty of setting up something cataclysmic. Because if I have no reason to believe but, it's a real gun. Do you think a court would, would tell, like if I say this is a prop gun, don't worry, go ahead and point it at him and pull the trigger. The court's going to be like, no, no, it's not Ian's fault. He was just pointing a gun and pulling the trigger. The problem Some, is someone that gave him bad info. If Alec Baldwin was a twenty-year-old actor, who'd never done anything before, that might work. But the problem is he's been around for too long, mm. so he does know exactly what a prop gun is. I mean, if I was looking at prosecuting yeah. him, I would be looking at wow. that experience, and that would be the problem. It's not just prop that's a, guns. That's, I, I, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I just, there was a, a, a comment from someone. I, I think one of the one of the uh, um, someone who's worked with Baldwin who said they worked with him before. They knew he was well trained and very safe. That's actually a really good point. You could argue there's no way he wouldn't have known. Yeah. There's also a difference between blanks and real bullets. You could tell the difference just by looking at them. You know, blanks obviously don't have that top part and that, that projectile that goes in. And, the bullet? You know, yeah, the bullet. Uh, so, so obviously the two are very different. And if someone, you know, just checked, someone just looked at it, and especially if he's just picking up a firearm, he, I mean, I, I wish he would have checked. But here's the other thing. My understanding is they never actually point the guns at people anyway. That's the other bottom line. Is no. like, even with my kid, we tell him not to point the, the Nerf dart gun at people because mm. you just don't do it out of out of habit. This, it's, I'm I'm only giving him the benefit of the doubt that if he has no reason to believe it's a real gun, 
we're holding live rounds, and I don't even know why that would be on a set. How it gets there in the first place, and you may have cumulative responsibility here, one aspect of negligence coupled with I, another. How did it get there? Everybody I, can I, get sued from a civil perspective. I'm kind of wondering about a criminal element here. Sabotage is an interesting, yes. int- creative thought. Because in, in I, I didn't even think about that. You've got a crew that's walking off protesting, saying the conditions are bad. You've also probably got low-budget people who aren't being you know, properly vetted. Mm. Someone put a live bullet in that gun. Yeah, I mean, and why? Workers were sending out messages on social media saying things like, "quote I am literally on the show in New Mexico with him, and the producers on that movie are th- are treating the local crew like effing dog uh, crap." I'm not going to family friendly show, wow. so I can't <laughs> say that. But that's exactly what one of the workers, uh, a part of this crew, said, and he goes on horrible. and he details that's, a lot wanna, about a lot of bad conditions. We, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of speculation here too, but we were we were uh, asking, you know, everybody's been asking like, what kind of gun was it? What kind of round was it? Here's here's my my best guess because we don't have all the full details. We got this from IMDb. A 13 year old boy left to fend for himself and his younger brother following the death of their parents in 1880s Kansas. All right. Well, what kind of gun would they be using in a movie about the 1880s? I'd imagine it's going to be a revolver. I'm not an expert on this stuff, but I'd imagine that he was armed with a 45 long Colt. And so I guess what happened was the single bullet went, uh, hit the woman, and then it went through her and then hit the director as well. And he, he, he didn't have life-threatening injuries. He went to the hospital. Some people were speculating that it was a blank, and it shattered the camera, sending shrapnel into her or something like that. But now we have the, we have the article from people. Apparently, Union was saying it was a live round. And what, a live I mean, round that went through one person and then hit a second person and, that went to the hospital. And, and so Luke mentioned this. Luke was like, it must have been a forty-five, And I was like, a forty-five. It went through one person. I know. So, I mean, there needs to be a lot of power. And, and I'm asking that. myself, why would the gun be pointed at the cinematographer in any case? Right. When, I, when I first heard the story, I thought maybe it was the stunt person involved. But why would the gun have been pointing been pointed at a cinematographer i'm thinking he was shooting towards camera she was right on the camera and he was shooting like right past it and the director was behind her on the monitor watching so they were both there in the line and he was just like you don't even pay attention to the crew when you're acting it's like they're not there pretty much and so that was probably going through his mind i actually i i think that's a good possibility uh you know ian's point uh often when people are learning how to shoot when they grip the gun incorrectly they could squeeze their hand causing the handgun to move in other directions so what I've been told when I've gone to these classes is that people will typically pull down. When they pull the trigger, their hand makes the barrel point down. Yeah. But some people will pull left. So if, if Alec Baldwin has the gun and he squeezes his hand not knowing how to use the weapon and it causes the barrel to shift to the left and she's to his left, he hits her. One thing that's concerning is they call it a misfire. A misfire by definition means that it never went off. So it wasn't a misfire. It was maybe a hanging fire or maybe it get, just got fired accidentally, which I don't think is considered a misfire. I still have diff- great difficulty understanding why there's a live bullet in, in a <laughs> yeah. gun on set that's, of a movie. That's, ever. That's ever. why it sounds criminal. It, 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 there's an interesting aspect given the tweet set on you know the ambiance on the set the environment on the set it sounds like there might have been something else like potential sabotage wow but I would before blaming Alec Baldwin in as much as I loathe him as a (laughs) politician political character I I would I would say there should never be bullets on a set and it'll be everybody that that rule already exists yeah so I don't know know, man if it wasn't followed then then there's going to be some production companies it's why didn't he know I mean that's the problem he's done this a lot how did he not know there was so do you think criminal I mean, he should be under criminal investigation yeah. without people doubt. Are, people are saying manslaughter. Yeah. Well, yeah. civil easily uh, against oh, everybody involved. against everybody, yeah. But criminal, you'd have to investigate. And you'd want to investigate everything connected to her, whether there could be a backstory here there, beyond there. the union backstory. I mean, you know, look, I don't want to jump the shark on our speculation, but having an affair, 
You, you would knows? definitely look at that. Right. And you'd have right. to look at that. Right. There's a very interesting video of uh, a crew with Will Smith looking at uh, replica and fake alleged firearms. Um, and you see one of the crew members pick it up and point it directly at Will Smith. Will Smith smacks it out of his hands, yeah, grabs it out, that, yeah. takes out the magazine. I saw this going around ago. on uh, Instagram. Um, takes takes out the firearm, puts it in the safe direction, takes out the magazine, and of course checks it to make sure that there's nothing in there, and then hands it back to the crew member, being like, "These people aren't uh, following basic gun safety rules here." Yeah, he but fast. but he was taking it seriously on a movie set because you know a lot of these prop guns are usually just oh, yeah, yeah. real guns we, 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 with we, blank bullets. Check it out, we got it. This is yeah. uh, this was Bad Boys, and yeah. so. Yeah, so you, you can see it. That right is going to happen now. That guy points it right Look in his face. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Smacks it down, grabs it out. Checks the clip. Well, this, this might and then look he, like... He does it right. Thank you, Will. <laughs> and then and then he goes like... Uh, the, the ends the, yeah. That looks yeah. like it might have been a set-up promo for the right. movie. That's pre- I mean, that's Could have been. That's great, but, though. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I forgot now. It'll, it'll come back in a second. But, I mean, he's he's done it too long not to have known something was wrong. So he had to be out of it. Yeah. Oh, this yep. is what I was going to say. That it's for everybody out there, they should know also that having blanks in there doesn't necessarily make it one hundred percent safe either. Mm-hmm. From the uh, Brandon Lee story, mm-hmm. no, no, that's the I think Hexum, he- which is the one that had the leftover yeah, was, shell from the blank. No, 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 no. The blank. So blanks kill you. Uh, a, a blank will kill you. People. So uh, I've got a revolver. I've got the Governor Smith and Wesson Governor, and you know I went to a range. I brought some weapons. Asked the guys like, give me, give me, give me the lowdown. Tell me what for. And one of the things I said is don't put your hands, don't hold the revolver with your hands where the, 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 uh, the cylinder is because the gases and the explosion come out sideways. So you gotta, you, you'll hurt yourself. That's just the concussive force of the round. A blank itself has enough power to kill you at close range. So th- that, that story, I guess, is like a 1984 guy on, on the set of a TV show had a blank, a gun with a blank in it and he just, Took himself out. The Brandon Lee thing, they had dummy rounds, which are improvised from live cartridges. They have the powder removed, but in that his case, they didn't remove the powder. Okay. Mm. All right. We're going to do a hard segue off this topic because someone just uh, – because I want to. But <laughs> yes. someone also chatted, <laughs> Biden is a blank. Okay. Oh, okay. Good enough for me. <laughs> Biden being blank. So uh, I saw this tweet, and a lot of other people were commenting something similar. This is President Biden tweeting, I'm fighting every day to pass my Build Back Better agenda for folks like Brandon. His story is like so many I've heard across the country. Folks are just looking for a fighting chance and to be treated with the dignity they deserve. And that's what my agenda is all about. I saw this video and my first reaction was they're trying to hijack. Let's go, Brandon. And there's a disabled man named Brandon saying, thank you, Joe Biden, for Build Back Better. It's because of this plan I can keep, you know, my living assistance. And I'm like, that's just wrong. This poor guy. This poor guy. First of all, he didn't pass Build Back Better. It's not going to happen. Mansion and Cinema are saying no. And it really feels like this was a PR campaign because Let's Go Brandon, for those that don't know, means F Joe Biden. And it's viral. It's viral. Yeah. Sports games, colleges. Uh, apparently, I was reading like people at a gun range were all yelling it. <laughs> yeah. That one's it, obvious. So viral, it's generating apparently fake news stories out of Canada, which was some government agency out of Canada saying in a formal memo that you're not allowed saying "Let's go, Brandon" or any variation thereof. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it turned out to be fake. Yeah. But uh, it's my number one T-shirt seller, my oh, "Let's Go that? Brandon" shirt. It's the number one that people are buying more than anyone else. So this well, has caught on like wildfire. Now it G- means this nice little disabled guy. Mm-hmm. Right, GOP congressman ends floor speech with "Let's go, Brandon." 
Florida rap belt posse signed off with a fist pump. Spicy. Yeah, There's it's, songs it's, at the top of the charts talking about it. I mean, this has caught on, and there's something to brilliant. say about this. Yeah. Brilliant. But what's actually terrible is you're not allowed saying it in certain places, or it's become taboo. Where? Uh, I, in Canada, media, maybe? No, no, no. Just social media. <laughs> you don't say it because it's, it's a political statement now. They still can't say it for this guy. His name may very well be Brandon, and now nobody can cheer him on. Right. It, 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 you say hijack, and it might just be co-opting, mm. or they might want to flip it around. Where now, whenever they say "Let's go, Brandon," it's going to have a positive tone that Biden's going to be able to say, "Look, yep. they're cheering People on my <laughs> campaign." Yeah, Could you imagine if Biden ends up doing a video where you, or like Jen Psaki? They'll play a clip of people going, let's go, Brandon, you know, and then she's going to be like, people are really picking up our, our campaign. They're really excited. Well, it's memes come to life because, you know, there's all the memes of Biden talking to Obama, saying they're cheering his name they're doing all these things. They, they, they want to have sex with him. That's what it all means. And now it's going to be for real life. Though Trump would yeah. have never made this mistake just because the association is Biden with disability in such a way that, you know, I don't know if I would associate myself in that way. I feel bad for the guy, man. He's, yeah, he's just being completely I, he's manipulated. Just, he's he's a being cool guy. used. He's being used. He's being exploited for uh, an aspect of identity politics. That's just—it's just cheap politics. Just bring Let's up people Brandon. to garner sympathy, but also it's going to reflect poorly on Biden. That's yeah. for sure. It remind everybody of it. I mean, why don't remind somebody of something that's a weakness? Right. Yeah, that's what Trump was really good at. Completely. Don't talk Trump. about you know rope in a house with his been a hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why he would label people with names. Yes. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> yeah. Crooked Hillary. Crooked Hillary. Uh, what was the Let's other one there Brandon. for Bush? Bush was uh, low energy. Low energy. Low energy. Low energy. Yes. <laughs> and then he got uh, Cruz was lion. And then my favorite was when uh, the Trump supporters turned lion like lying into lion like roar. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They were like, he's Lion Ted, but it's the good one now. Pretty clever. Well, yeah. well you know, you got Little Marco. Little Marco. Marco. Yeah. Man, Trump was good at it. He was. He was and, brilliant. And that we all remember them without much help is yes. amazing as yes. to how the but, branding worked. Yes. So, so this is interesting, though. Trump was really good at memeing, like the naming people. Even now with Trump, you know, kind of behind the scenes doing the Trump social stuff, people have just created another meme that's gone viral and everyone's laughing and loving it. And I think when you see the, uh, we, we pulled up the civics, uh, polling. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Joe Biden's approval rating among independent voters is 26%. I mean, he's just thinking like a remarkably rock. bad, terrible, terrible. So I mean, when, when you see football games and they're chanting "Let's go, Brandon!" like these are regular people; these mm-hmm. are not political yeah. individuals. Well, the last time we saw this kind of same similar culture jamming was with Jeffrey Epstein, with the memes, with the messaging, everyone screaming. Jeffrey Epstein did not 
you know, do kill himself, uh, do yes. something to himself, and obviously, but that caught on everywhere on national television. People interrupted broadcasts. People were bringing it up in just the most weirdest, random points, and and that caught on because there was a, this a major disassociation from the mainstream, from the narrative, from of course everything the establishment wanted you to know and think about, and then people saying, "Hey, we're actually paying attention here. You're full of crap. We're going to let you know about it by putting this into the culture." So this is another example of this on another level, which is pretty pretty awesome and interesting to see. For the one viewer out there who might not know the whole story, it's Brandon Brown from NASCAR wins the NASCAR mm-hmm. and everyone in the background chanting F Joe Biden <laughs> and the reporter says, hey, you hear them saying, let's go Brandon. Wow. It's yeah. the Simpsons again predicting the future. The Simpsons have done it time and time again. Here it's Boo Wearns. Right, Boo right. Boo I mean, it's, it would be a joke if it weren't so darn funny actually. It's, I got to you, man. I keep seeing posts where it's like, we live in a simulation because it's just become so uh, – life is a parody of itself at this point, how stupid everything's become. They call it a simulacrum mm-hmm. where there's Sim- like – it's like a false it's essence a of a simulation one. where they're, they're showing yeah. you – they're like actively trying to show you a fake reality. Let's go, Brandon. Man, and are they? It was so obvious that they were trying to be like, uh-oh, what do we do? When I was, I was on Newsmax, Sean Spicer's show, and they were like – they played the clip. And you hear, beep, Joe Biden, <laughs> beep, Joe Biden. I'm laughing because I'm like, the beeps. Because, like, we know what they're saying. I just, I'm just imagining now, like, I'm sorry, this campaign they're doing with, with this disabled guy, it seems so obvious. It's cheap and exploitive. But I will say, I will say, I would not be surprised if Biden comes out and tries claiming the Let's Go Brandon chants are for him now. Yeah. yeah because, I mean, because, look, the people who support the Democrats are, are not going to back away from that. Right. And they'll be like, see? And you'll be like, guys, it's not true. Every time a story comes out about Trump and it's proven to be false or Fauci lies to Congress and then you get all these Democrats on Reddit and Twitter being like, aha, Fauci's so smart and you prove it's wrong. They don't accept reality. They just point to you and say you're a QAnon conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, bro, I got, I don't know anything about those guys, but I'll tell you this. They're not the ones in, in, in CNN. They're not the ones in the White House or Congress. Maybe like one or two people if you want to be very critical, but Y'all, like all of you, except for like a very small faction, are totally in on this insanity, this fake news. Well, it's just redefining language. I mean, it's to the point where fully vaccinated is now not going to mean fully vaccinated right. within mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. Well, whoa, whoa, hold on. What does fully vaccinated even really mean? Uh, the I CDC mean, defi- well, definition or the, the real life definition that other countries are using? Because there's a difference. Well, so now yeah. University of Denver is going to mandate the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. Nope. So if they're like, are you fully vaccinated? It's like, well, look, me personally, I've got a bunch of vaccines. So many. <laughs> so I don't know what full counts to you, but, you know. Though, to drop a little Quebec uh, politics, Francois Legault, the premier of Quebec, when he tweeted it out, he didn't use fully vaccinated. He used, it was in French, adequatement vacciné, adequately vaccinated. Nice. <laughs> which I astutely <which> <laughs> pointed out. I That's like great. That. That's nice fluff talk there because that right. means two doses is not going to be enough very soon nope. yep. there's no question it's going to be a it's going to be a constantly evolving term and it's going to be absorbing other vaccines and other issues now the government knows it can mandate what it can put into your body and yep. it's going to expand into other issues as well it's not the other crazy. day luke claimed that bill gates was funding a microchip that can make you fertile or that fertile. could turn on and off fertility yeah. through a and touch I, of a button and i told Remote him he was control. crazy yep. until i googled it and it's true <laughs> Alex yeah. yep. bill gates funded uh um implantable uh, um, contraceptive yep. contraceptive right yeah. well, um, microchip but it's a contraceptive that you can control with an app and so actually that innocently you know sounds great right an individual who wants to you know a woman or a, presumably a guy wants to go on birth control they can just turn their phone on and then when they want to have kids they can turn it off 
But, you know, it just sounds so nefarious when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, Bill Gates and other people who believe in population control also having that ability to turn people's fertility on and off. You That's know, fine. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, fine. It's just you take the Chinese social credit model and you apply it much broader. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, what he did in India in terms of controlling people's biometric identification yeah. for purposes of financial access, for transportation, for travel, you just add vaccination. One-child policy? What, what, mm-hmm. what you guys need to understand, what people need to understand is when you go on Twitter and you see the woke left, the establishment Democrats – that is the social credit system. Yeah. They are currently living in it. And so that's why a lot of people won't speak out. There, there may be people watching right now who are like, I can't stand what's happening around me, but I'm not going to say anything. Congratulations. You live in the social credit system. The only thing you're missing yeah. is the app so they can read your, 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 your score. But if you're going to abide by all of their rules and, and adhere to all of it, that's it. Well, that's there it. already is a social credit score, but it's not like the, the people in China have to deal with. It's a corporate one here when many corporations have almost every aspect of your existence written down, recorded, and then they have a certain score that they allocate you on how many advertisements they could sell you, but also your political stances, what you believe in, where you should be ranked in the algorithm, how much you should be promoted, where you're going to land on the newsfeed, even if you're going to be shown on the newsfeed. So there's already a social credit score here in the United States with many multinational corporations that have implemented it with real-life consequences because people speak wrong things and get punished well, for we're, it we're, already r- real life consequences. Luke, Luke I think uh, I'm going to I'm going to have to ask you to be a little bit uh, more sensitive to uh, we, have, we have a refugee from Canada here. I'm I'm going back on Sunday. He didn't say they, sorry they, yet. They let me back in. <laughs> Why are you coming back? Are you crazy? I got my family in Canada. Get him out. We'll, we'll, <laughs> go to Mexico. We'll see what happens in the future. There Canada's going off the rails now if anybody hasn't yeah. seen Trudeau's most going recent. has well, been. No, it's getting it's getting <laughs> it even worse. Trudeau put out a tweet that says uh, you know, when uh, Health Canada approves the new vaccine, we're ready to go with it for eight, kids 5 yeah. to 11. Yeah. So he's appealing to his own organization that's under federal control effectively but, to approve a vaccine that he's already purchased for the use that he intends on getting approval yeah. for. And tell me that's not a fair. But, but plus, I mean, can you travel domestically without a vaccine passport uh, in Canada? Years old, as, I think it's as of November. Yeah. Uh, 12 years old and up, if you're not fully vaccinated, cannot take a plane or train. Uh, yeah. It, it, so, that's so crazy. So... Uh, is where you live known? Uh, oh yeah, no, I'm in Montreal. Everybody okay. knows that. I just I just ran for federal parliament. Now, oh. oh yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that, that's win. in Quebec. <laughs> yeah, it's in it's in Quebec. So if you want to go to Toronto, for instance, if you want to hop on a train, I don't know that it's in effect yet, but it's coming. If it's not already in effect, you'll have to show your vaccine passport to what, hop on a train. What's uh, it's province, right? What province is uh, Quebec, Ontario? I'm in Quebec. Then there's Ontario. Then there's if you uh, enter onto Ontario, there's a border. Do they got? Do they check you? Not anymore. They did over the summer, which I found um, enraging. Politically, constitutionally enraging. I, interprovincial travel, which is a constitutional right under our constitution, um, they asked for papers and they made us register. They made us go back to Quebec, go online, register to go to New Brunswick for a portion of our road trip. That's insane. Put- I mean, they, they brought up blockades, literally. Yeah. These orange uh, little freaking um, armed guards yeah yeah no no they brought these like um what are they called um the, the orange things that they fill with water that stands that uh what bollards uh, cones cones no no cones. not the cones <laughs> jersey barriers yes they brought in a whole bunch of water jersey barriers in australia banning people from even crossing the street because there was an imaginary line between two different states wow. so so that's so yeah it's, so it's you insane. you um you managed to to escape. I imagine you must have crawled through a tunnel somewhere on the U.S. Well, Canada actually border. Actually, it was the Cana- it was the U.S. border. They were very nice. There were three guys. I mean, the whole team was very nice. They looked sympathetic and understanding to the purpose of my travels. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had to show 
everything to get across for non-essential work. As of November 8th, borders are going to be open, the land border, for non-essential. But that means you're going to have to show proof of vaccination. I think it's 12 or 13 and up, which basically means, you know, if you're not vaccinated, you're not traveling. When you yep, said that it violates so the Constitution, you, you put it in quotes. I have, I, I'm not trying to besmirch the Canadian Constitution, but now I have, I've come to grips with the fact that it seems now more like a recommendation for the government well, is it, than it, a compulsion. I wonder about the, queen, the, the Queen's role in that. Like, is it a recommendation? Everything, it's like you can. They, they were rights guaranteed by the Charter. It's section one. These are the rights guaranteed by the Charter. They can only be infringed in as much as is, is justifiable in a free and democratic society. And now it seems that in a free and democratic society, they can lock you up in a government quarantine hotel for three days and make you pay $2,000 for it if you want to leave the country. Where there have been allegations of security guards doing unspeakable things yeah. to women. And there's many ongoing criminal prosecutions right now of, of those guards who are at these hotels literally opening up the door when well, the, the women doors, are by themselves. Can't have locks. The doors yeah. can't have locks. Yeah, the doors oh. can't have locks. And security but, but guards they, have assaulted many women uh, in many of these situations. There's been, there's been a few incidents, but the quarantine yeah. hotels are no longer in force now, for yeah. now. Um but it's 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 nuts. The rights that we thought we had under guaranteed under the Constitution have all been systematically violated. And now the ultimate irony is that in Quebec, English Quebecers are complaining that their linguistic rights are being violated by Francois Legault. And I said, like, you guys just let him lock you in your house after eight o'clock <laughs> for five months. You think he cares about your language do you, rights? Do you remember Spaghetti Gate? Which one is that? Do I that was when that? in Montreal there was an Italian restaurant that was serving spaghetti, and it just said spaghetti. And the language police came and said, why isn't it in French? And they were like, because it's I, spaghetti. And then just they- as an illustration, I don't know about that case, but I had clients who had canned goods coming in from outside of Quebec that had the ounce abbreviation in English. They had to put on a sticker that had the ounce abbreviation in French. That's I mean, the language police. That's They call them the language police. It's uh, Office de la Langue Française and their uh, enforcers. The enforcers it's, it's, of the French language. It's a unique province. So, 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 so this is this is funny because you, you brought up that people are angry. Their their linguistic rights are being infringed. Is is uh, what's the guy's name? Francois. Francois Legault is the premier of of Legault. Quebec. Legault. L e g a l u l t a l u t. Legault. Legault. I can't speak French. So. <laughs> but uh, so what is he doing? He's trying to you know make. He's trying to keep French as like. Yeah, language. he's trying to revamp an old law from 1977 called Bill 101, which created certain linguistic protections for the French language, which meant you know French had to be nettement predominant on public signage, clearly predominant, uh, and it applied to businesses of 50. So he's in- far right. Ultranationalist. It's a, it's an, it's an ironic thing. It's a, it's a, it, I don't know how these measurements work anymore, but right. bottom line, this Bill 96 now, it's going to enhance language laws. It's going to cap the amount of French Canadians, French Quebecers that can study English in post-secondary education. <laughs> so this, this is how you protect the language is by crippling your own population. Yeah. But if the Anglos com- complaining about it now, I say you reap what you sow mm. and you should have been out there on the street doing Viva on the streets complaining about the curfew for five months, but yep. you weren't because you thought it made you feel safe. And now what's the justification? What the, well, the government doesn't have a right to, to do this. Well, he, and he's invoking the notwithstanding clause of the of the Constitution, which says you have you have rights and freedoms that, that are guaranteed by the Charter, except we get to violate them if we specifically say in the law that we are violating those rights. And if you don't like what? it, That's what? It's, I sort look it up. It's called the notwithstanding <laughs> clause, um, clause dérogatoire in French, and it basically says if the government specifically says they're violating your specific rights, certain rights are uh, not able to be violated. They can invoke this clause. The law can last no longer than five years or a shorter specified time. The idea being, if you don't like a totalitarian government, you'll vote them out next election. Yeah, but it, it's, sure. it's, this is ridiculous. It's, it basically, CBC says it, it's the uh, notwithstanding clause. 
Section 33 gives provincial legislature of parliament the ability through the passage of law to override certain portions <laughs> of the charter for a five-year term. It's, yeah. cra- it's crazy. So imagine if that was like in the U.S., they'd be like, we're passing a law that will violate your Second Amendment rights because the Constitution allows us to violate your rights. <laughs> well, we kind of have over the last two years. I mean, oh, we've yeah. suspended fair, the Constitution fair. pretty much everywhere. I mean, we've oh, created yeah. a de facto emergency exception to the Constitution, which we've never had. It's what led well, the Nazis to rise to power in Germany. Sure, sure. But I think we got to be a little bit more fair than that. It was, it was the famous quote from Patrick Henry when he said, give me liberty or give me death. Unless there's a pandemic or a flu going around or a flu or a flu or 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 if we go to war in a foreign country and Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson were like, oh, absolutely. I mean, we we, we must get entangled in foreign. We must get stuck in foreign entanglements. Environmental crisis. Right. Well, I mean, especially I mean, this was uh, our Constitution was formed when we had, what, seven smallpox epidemics during that time period. Yeah. I mean, so it wasn't like they were unfamiliar with the risk. Yep. They were intimately familiar with it and decided we should not forfeit liberty. That's, for that that's actually a good point. When people are like George Washington mandated vaccines, my response is like for his conscripts, yeah, like people exactly. who were forced to join the military. Sure. And uh, interestingly, they still guaranteed our rights in a Constitution having dealt with a smallpox epidemic. And didn't include that as an option going forward, which he could have. He could have included a military exception. He did not. So right. the, the founders knew exactly what they were doing, and we've just abandoned it over the last two years. This, this has been my biggest learning curve in doing the live streams of Robert. The genius of the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And it took foresight and it so took jealous. understanding. I, 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 when, when people first started saying Canada has no freedom of speech, they started telling me this, you know, back with uh, Jordan Peterson and compelled speech. Yeah. I was like, nah, you guys are wrong. We have freedom of speech here. Then Mike Ward got sentenced, got fined $43,000 for making fun of a, a handicapped kid, Jeremy Gabriel. Then I was like, you, you guys might be right. And now, <laughs> now it's, it's on steroids. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy up there, man. And it's cold. Yeah. It's cold, but the cold is beautiful. It's, it's a, it's a dry cold, as we say. It's not, it's not, it's not moist. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have more Humid. radicalized Canadians mm. because you have like harsh conditions and oppressive government. That's like, it's like a recipe for people to lose their minds. Well, yeah. the People's Party, what, tripled the vote? The, they tri- the, the People's Party tripled the vote. Nearly a million Canadians who voted of the 16 million who voted is 800 and some odd thousand voted for the PPC. And then, my, Robert, you saw this, like after the election, People were asking, why would Justin Trudeau call an election during a pandemic? It's, 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 a, it's a, you know, health crisis. How could you call an election? They went after and are still going after the PPC for a, a post-election party that they had where they got the Saskatchewan police to put po- like the FBI's most wanted list to post 11 pictures of people who attended an after party of the election night and asked for anonymous tips to identify Whoa, the wow. 11 individuals. January 6th. What the heck? Yeah, no, this is... Insurrection. An insurrection après election party. They, it, they they got the Saskatchewan police, Saskatoon, I think, to actually tweet it out. Help us identify these 11 yeah. individuals. It's, you, know, it's, you know what I find fascinating is that in France, they riot for everything. But in Canada, not nearly as much. Like, what? how does it, how does it happen? You know, because... When you look at, here's the way I often explain it with, uh, with England, right? You know, the, the English, they come over, they colonize par- parts of the New World, and we inherit a lot from the, these original settlers, people who are willing to risk everything to come to a new world, risk death, to build something with no guarantees, because they wanted freedom. They wanted, you know, for a variety of reasons, religious freedom or otherwise. The French came over here as well, but Canada is very, very different. From you know, f- like France revolts. You know, they, the the yellow jackets when they tried raising petrol prices. The yellow vests. Yellow yeah. vests. They're going through 15 yeah. weeks of protest right now against the vax mandates. Well, with uh, yeah. Well, so why yeah. why doesn't Canada inherit a lot of, a lot of that? I don't yeah. know. And Robert and I have discussed it. Like even within Canada, you would think 
Quebec would be revolting against this more than mm-hmm. perhaps the rest of Canada. Crickets. And, and, and it's, it's, I think, look, when you see people sitting outside on a park bench, double masked, reading a book, the media has had its impact now. And people yeah. believe they need these measures in order to feel safe and be safe. And I, they, they've, 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 they've passed that yeah. point of, of no return. Well, Canadians always say sorry all the time. So I think that has a big, a big yeah, thing to do with it. But then we get uh, Tom McDonald and some other, some <laughs> yeah, other good yeah. Canadians who don't say sorry. Hey, 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 Seth, Seth, Seth Rogan's Canadian. Ugh. And he's a dick. Uh, do, you, do you think it has something to do with the Commonwealth and the Queen? Because Australia and Canada are getting rocked right now by this. The, we're, not, yeah. we're not at Australia sure. levels. I just think it's like you get to a point where you feel that there's nothing you can do to, to step it back. So you either are you either are convinced it's necessary or you're just beaten into passiveness where you, there's nothing you can do anymore. Like, can the queen just say, hey, your constitution is gone now. I control I don't, I don't it again. So. The queen, as far as I understand, has That's what o- they say. only symbolic That's uh, what they say, but, but the then she can also like dispel, she can get rid of the prime minister if she wants. I don't, I don't think so. But uh, subject to error, nobody likes being right, wrong on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm surprised looking, you don't Ian, know as a Canadian Ian, lawyer. Ian, if so, you want the correct answer, well, just assert one of them to be true and you'll get inundated. So I get with different information you. from different people about the Queen's authority in the Commonwealth. I, my understanding is she has, it, it's symbolic. It's purely symbolic and her face on our money is also purely symbolic. It's not how it works in my understanding, but I know people say that, but no, we, we have our parliamentary system. We make our laws and, and I don't think the Queen has any. Do they own a lot of real estate in Canada? Like in London, I was shocked at how much royal well, family I, I don't property know. they own it everywhere. Because Meghan couldn't, uh, couldn't come to, uh, she That's didn't come right. to Canada. So I, Right, I'm not right. sure that they do. Interesting. Do you guys see uh, what's going on with Candace Owens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indy 100, Australians react to Candace Owens' call to for U.S. to invade yes. over cover restrictions. Uh, and we also have this uh, from Time. U.S. conservatives want to save Australia from COVID tyranny. Australians aren't interested. So the media is running this claim because Candace Owens made a joke where she was like, paraphrasing she's like look how bad it is in australia i mean when are we deploying obviously i say that in jest but you know you look at and so they're like oh publish it candace owens wants to invade australia this is what this is what happens when 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 you have people who believe this we're screwed man well and the other thing about it is there's tons of complaints in australia but they know that if they say anything there's some very prominent personalities other people we've talked to who've made it clear they can't talk about australia publicly even when they're not physically there because of what might happen to their friends or their family back home so that's how bad it is it is at that level and i have friends and other people that i know in australia and i ask them the question but i don't trust the answers because i do genuinely feel that they are afraid to even speak it on social media and dms because they oh, know it can be police clicked. show up look at, at people's Colette. homes for facebook posts uh, in uh, australia look at i mean freaking well, hell no, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out avi yamini who is a rebel yeah. news uh, journalist in australia doing god's work is is an understatement uh it's it's over the top there they show up to your house and they they arrest you for organizing a protest quillette it was was considered to be like the idw publication when the intellectual dark web was all big and everything and they are completely defensive of they are pro mandate pro lockdown pro camp and then uh it was mike cernovich he tweeted out one of these stories like a video of a guy being indefinitely quarantined and he was like, where's Quillette? You'd think a freedom, you know, publication would have a lot to write about. And then someone said something. My response was, oh, Avi Yemeni is, you know, on the ground. He, he's covering these stories. So there you go. Let's go. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's call a spade a spade here. What's happening in Australia is tyranny. It, it's over the top. It's draconian. It's, it's government literally forcing its will in the most nastiest, disgusting ways on the people when the people don't want it. There have been major protests. There have been major crackdown against protests. And I think... One of the reasons why politicians in the United States and journalists in the United States aren't really talking about it is because they really want to implement some of the same policies here in the United States. And you could see that. They call for the same things, the same mandates, the same restrictions, the same lockdowns, and it's utterly insane. Now, Melbourne, just a few uh, days ago, announced that they're getting rid of their lockdowns. They had 262 days of stay-at-home orders, of people being locked down, not being able to go outside. People were screaming outside of their balconies just a few hours ago because they lifted some of these restrictions and they allowed people to go out at night. So again, what's happening in Australia is just beyond draconian, beyond 1984. China's literally blushing at what Australia is willing to do against their own people. And for that other article to say the Australian people don't want this, how do you know? Are, are, you, are you talking to all the Australian people? Because there sure as hell has been a lot of protests, a lot of people standing up, a lot of people speaking out, even though they face the full might of a technocratic I, police state that shows up at their door because they spread wrong think on the internet. Luke, the Australians don't want this. They don't want liberation. And I know because Time Magazine says Australian lawmakers took to Twitter to school American critics of the country's COVID-19 public health measures. That proves it. Yeah. Because people, because it's, it's, it, these, these lawmakers were elected by the people. That, that means they're, they're the will of the people and the Australian people are very happy that all this is happening. What's extraordinary in the United States and in most of the Western world is how often they have not utilized the legislative process, how often this has circumvented the legislative process, circumvented the judicial process, who mostly sort of cowered rather than deal with it. You just had executive orders by unelected officials who just uh, basically put us in a real live Milgram experiment. Let's see how much we can get away with. Let's see how much people will tolerate. Unfortunately, we found out a lot of people would tolerate much more than we would like. So I, I tweeted out there was a picture of the quarantine camps. I think it was in Melbourne. And someone said quarantine camp. I put asterisk a concentration camp, and then it was some writer from Quillette or whatever. And then it no no it was it was it was Claire Lehman herself. She was like, "We are not building death camps." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, I didn't say death camp. I did say concentration camp, trying to allude to what these things could be." But then she ends up writing in the Spectator that you know popular American pundit Tim Pool says this that and otherwise. And I'm like, "Yo, if you really want to call me out, man." Like, please do so, because I would love to point out how much of a coward Claire Lehman of Quillette is and how their publication are a bunch of cowards. And I will tell you this. I'll say two things. If Google ever came to me and said, show us your vaccine documentation or we're deleting your channel, I'd be like, I, I do nothing. Don't, I, don't, give, it them, don't give them it. any ideas, Tim. The, <laughs> the, but the issue is this. It's... um. I'm going to lose my thought again, Robert. It was About the Claire Lehman. No, I was going to say one more thing. Go, Sorry, go, go for it. Because I said two things. The other thing is... If the United States was was in the position that Australia was in with camps and permanent lockdown, I would be saying the exact same things I am now. 
I don't care what the risks are. They can come, they can come to my house and they can say, you're going on indefinite quarantine and I'm not going to shut up. And you gave me time to think of what I was going to say. The, 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 the media pretends not to understand a joke when they want to demonize the person who said it. It right. was clearly a joke <laughs> and they pretend that it was a serious statement and not to bring it back Madison's. to the PPC. Maxime Bernier, the leader of the PPC, at one point put out a tweet that said Maoists have invaded our government and are trying to take over. Making a joke about how it looks like, you know, we're in, imitating China, Mao's China and Canada. The Journal de Montréal or La Presse, one of the, one of the media ran with it as though he was seriously saying we're being infiltrated by communists. And the media, when it wants to lambay someone, pretends that a joke is not a joke. Well, no, hold on. I think they genuinely don't know what jokes are. I, 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 I mean that literally. I'm not being sarcastic or facetious. I actually don't think they understand jokes. Yeah, that's Mark so, Robert's argument. He argues that stated societies can't handle comedy. It's, so, it's, so I tweet things that are often nonsensical and they're all taken literally by the left. And I'm just like, I, so I have a friend who is, I don't know if, I'm assuming we're still friends, a very prominent uh, Hollywood personality mm. who told me, messaged me saying, you need to understand that when you tweet these things, there are people who think they're real. And I was like, please, please, if that is true, and I think it might be, we are in serious trouble. Because like when I post something, I posted a cor- President Biden as Cornholio because he did the Cornholio <laughs> thing. I said, who did this? It's so disrespectful to the president. They're, oh, you know, my favorite was? When I said impeach the queen. So yes. it was like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I, something happened with Queen Elizabeth and I said impeach Queen Elizabeth and a website, NewsGuard certified, ran it as fact. Oh, yeah. Personality Tim Pool calls for impeaching the queen. And then I became adamant that Wikipedia include the statement because it was a reliable source. It was fact based. But in fairness, someone who doesn't know you and doesn't know your political leanings or your position <laughs> might think you're like you're a very sensitive individual who found Impeach it to be offensive. The queen. No, not the, no. The, who did this to Joe Biden? It's it's disrespectful. But um, the things get taken literally uh, on Twitter. Twitter is awesome. And, and then things if you put in <laughs> hashtag sarcasm, everyone's like, oh, you think your followers are so stupid they don't know you're joking. Yeah. So there's, it's a lose lose. Have you seen what? Michael Malice's tweets today? Oh, oh. Not today. Not Alec Baldwin. It can only be good. I can't say some of his tweets. No, no. But I was laughing like crazy. <laughs> Wow. I just tweet a bunch of, I tweet a lot of just like silly stuff. I retweeted She One Head. She said, I effing hate liberals. I don't have any other politics. And I, cool. that was just fantastic. And she did it because this like liberal guy was insulting her because she was making fun of Val Baldwin or something. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Twitter is fun. Not, now I got to go see. I'm glad I put my phone on the floor so I don't get distracted. Go, 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 go see Michael Malice's tweets, but that's next on my list. I wonder if there's so many memes out there. Did you see his Spicy. tweets? Oh my gosh. So hot. Let me see if I can pull something up. Michael, you, you, troll. Yeah, you, 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 rapscallion. I don't think I can. No, don't read it. Oh my God. I see a meme. I I see a meme and I can't. They said comedy was tragedy plus time. I I don't know that there's been enough time time yet for that. Oh my. He's just been going off all day. It's been great. I've been enjoying it. I've got to be able to read at least one so you, you, you understand like what he's saying, but I don't know if I can. I'm trying to find one. All right. Um, oh, boy. Okay. I am calling for a total and complete shutdown of Hollywood film production until our country's representatives can figure out what is going on. Yes. Hashtag Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's the, the one but below it is – I'm just going to read it, script. He what? says, in the culture wars, it's currently a draw between Charlottesville and Alec Baldwin. Oh, that's brutal. Wow. That was yeah. brutal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, back to the main point. Anyway. <laughs> the, 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 when you are a rigid ideologue, you don't understand jokes. Right. NPC is probably like the best yeah, descriptor for a lot is. of these people. 
So like I was saying, like I have a friend who's like, you, you know, you, people don't realize you're not being serious with these things. And I was like, isn't that really crazy? So then I started tweeting after she told me this. I started uh, posting things on Twitter after I'd say a joke. I'd say the above tweet is not serious. I'm told I have to put this here because people aren't smart enough to understand. Mm. Unfortunately, that may be reality. The, the other issue is like I, at some point in time, you appreciate how historically general populations didn't know of the atrocities that were going on in their own in their own countries because of the fact that the media was being censored and strictly limited by the government and i I can wholeheartedly believe that there are some australians who don't even think it's that bad in australia right now because they just don't know and they don't even know what's going on in their own country because the media can't report on it freely even though they have to walk around with qr codes in some Mm -hmm. places to get permission to get into and now they're implementing one of the strictest vax passports than anywhere else in the world where if you don't comply you can't work in the public sector, in the private sector, you go into a business that you're not supposed to be in or a business that's indoor, thousands of dollars of fines levied against you and the business for just existing as a human being. And uh, again, what, what's happening there, there's, there's police officers, when people are gathering for a protest, they just open fire with less lethal shut, munitions they, they and rubber shut, bullets right away. They, shut not, down they don't even ask any questions arresting people for walking in nature by themselves because they weren't wearing a mask. We, I mean, it's we, we got to talk about President Cornholio. Oh, yeah, we do. So I tweeted this. Whoever did this should be ashamed. How disrespectful <laughs> to our president. So uh, here's Joe Biden with Beavis's head. And for those that aren't familiar with what Cornholio is, on Beavis and Butthead, the, one of the best shows ever, of course, by Mike Judge, Beavis, when he had too much caffeine, would pull his shirt over his head, hold his arms to his sides at a 90-degree angle with fists, and he would say he was the great Cornholio. Joe Biden did that. He literally it, did he, it. He literally did it. And I don't know why, but uh, I will say this before we talk about just Joe Biden going off of what we're talking about with Twitter and the silliness. There's a reason why I tweeted whoever did this should be ashamed how disrespectful to our president. It's because I wanted to share the image because it's hilarious, Mm -hmm. but I also wanted to make it so the media had a difficult time claiming I supported it because often what they'll do is when I tweet something out, like with the Alec Baldwin thing, I said, Alec Baldwin is responsible. They started saying Tim Pool wants him arrested and charged. And I'm like, I never said any of that stuff. I just said, ultimately, you know, when it comes to guns, you're responsible. It's in your hand. So here, oh, no, I was criticizing this image of Joe Biden as Beavis. See, you see, you know, I just post the image. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, so look, we, we, uh, uh, we've got the Zeppelin coming. Um, the, the, the famous story you guys probably don't know. Everyone else knows. I'm sorry if you, you hear me tell the story, but for you know, guys, Wikipedia claimed because of some article, I invented a Zeppelin that would fly around live streaming. And it was just like insane because I never did. I did work with drones. And so from that, I guess someone speculated something, wrote about a, a, like a, a whiteboard idea we might have had. Wikipedia for a year said I invented a Zeppelin. They finally removed it. They wouldn't remove it. They said I wasn't reliable, even though I said I never invented it. And so, uh, you know, Ian and I were talking. We're like, let's do it. So, you know, Ian's been helping set this project up where we're actually, we have the Zeppelin. It's coming. It's going to be here in like a a week or two. And then we're going to retroactively make Wikipedia correct. So we'll have to redo it. So I I, I look at how the media is fundamentally broken, how they shill for someone like Biden. And I understand how they do things, why they do things. And understanding how these, these people in the establishment don't understand jokes, you really can just manipulate their ability to do certain things. So in this instance... It's a tweet of me saying that it's a, you should be ashamed for disrupting the, the, the president. I would say uh, I think the country would be better off with a Beavis presidency than currently what we have right now with a Biden presidency. That would be my caption, but that's hey, that's just me. Ian, what do you think about President Beavis? Uh, well, 
We would have toilet paper. Huh, yeah. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of thought. I feel like the reason I haven't been talking is because I feel like I'm going to be a wet blanket if I start talking right now. I feel like text is, is so dangerous and can be used as a weapon, speech as well. But in this instance, we still don't understand the power of text out of context, especially out of context. And text, if you don't, if, satire like you were saying earlier be careful don't give them any ideas like if you if you make satire like hey the 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 oligarchs are coming for me then whoa you're putting that out there and they're going to be like now's our chance so that that at me was actually pretty funny though beavis beavis president yeah what uh, newsweek said is the imaginary jetpack went so newsweek <laughs> wrote an article about the five strange moments you might you might have missed the first thing I'll say is you might have missed it because nobody watched it. The yep, ratings yep. were apparently like nightmarishly I, I did, bad. I didn't even know what happened. I didn't. E- I didn't either. I had no clue. Luke was watching some like what, what, some like army movie or something. I was watching like History of the Roman Empire. Way better. Uh, which isn't is pretty, that amazing? Yeah. You don't even know what he's doing. How does CNN have the authority to do this, given what they've been doing in terms of putting out garbage news? How, how do they get the authority to have a town hall with Biden? I don't know. And Biden wanted to do it, but there's, there's a couple other things too. There was a point where Biden said that corporations aren't paying a cent, and then he like made the okay sign and looked through it, and then started whispering for dramatic effect or something. There was obviously that he said he said that he raced Colin Powell, and that Colin Powell uh, he he only he says, well, I only won, I won only because he was worried I was going to crash into him. I think that's actually an accurate statement. I, I'd be yes. scared that he would crash into me as well. So thank you. He misspeaks on Taiwan. This one wasn't that strange, but it was kind of funny. Biden said, if China attacks Taiwan, we will intervene. And the White House was like, stop! Don't say that! And then the last one, what was the last one? He forgets the name of the Long Beach port. Now this, I'm going to read you this quote, and I want you to just take it in. Hmm. Quote, 40% of all products coming, I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to start over. This is from Joe Biden, and I want it really to sink in. Quote, 40% of all products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast go through Los Angeles and what am I doing here? What? Wow. <laughs> Cooper that's interjected. That's, the quote. that's it. That's it. <laughs> what am I doing here? And then Cooper interjected not to say, uh, not to press him on his inability to finish a sentence or properly govern, but to give him the answer because that's typically what you have the uh, you know uh, uh, an adversarial media do is fill what in the answers for the for the pre- for the president who can't finish a sentence. What am I doing here? You know, I, not, you know, you know, you know, you know not, what am I saying here? Where am I going here? That's what he meant. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt if it were the first I don't, time. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think the problem is the media does that. So when Joe Biden says Trinidad not shop at a pressure, the media like I'll, I'll give you a better example because that one's silly. That one's pretty good though. Joe, Joe yeah. Biden will say something like, "We, you know, uh, Americans." We got to come on. You know, we got to uh, raise tax on the 1%. And the media will say, Joe Biden said to raise tax on the 1%. They won't show you that he struggled to speak. He stuttered, he stammered. They'll put quotes in place. And they'll put, we, dot, 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 Americans, dot, 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 need to tax, dot, 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 the 1%, dot, 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 because they have to cut out all of the things where he's screwing up. If the dude literally says, what am I doing here? That's not something you normally say. You'd go like this. You, uh, here's what I'd say. 40% of all products coming into the U.S., on the West Coast, uh, West Coast, go through LA and, uh, uh, what's, what's the other one? Long Beach. They yeah, go through yeah. Long Beach. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, oh, what am, what am I doing here? Now, if you're a senile old man, yeah, you'd say, what am I doing here? And then I gotta tell you, if, if, if that were me with Biden, Cooper interjected, is it Long Beach? Long Beach, thank you. I respond with, 
oh, Mr. President, you're you're in, you're on television live doing a town hall. <laughs> is everything all right? Whatever state he's in, whatever it, state it, of mind. If it were the first, fifth, tenth time, it, but it's systematic, and it is it is uh, you, you can't ignore it. It's it's out there, and everybody knows. It's just nobody's talking about it. I mean, we talk about it. This is a funny thing. You, you guys see the clip with Barry Weiss on C- on CNN with Brian Stelter? Of course. You see, you see that, so Barry Weiss, she's doing a, she's been doing a pretty good job, I would say. Uh, she's been doing a, a pretty great job, actually, yeah. calling out the stuff. And she was on CNN, and she was like, look at all the stuff that's going on with CRT and schools, and we can't talk about it. We're not allowed. And then Brian Souther's like, what do you mean, not allowed? People talk about it all the time. And it's like, no, Brian, you don't. You never talk about it. You lie. You get in the periphery. You ignore it. He gave 10 seconds to Andy No, and Andy No got beaten by Antifa because he had to. He didn't do a segment on the on the on the dangerous journalist's face. So no, people don't talk about it. Well, no, I mean a classic example of this is the Cal Rittenhouse case. So yeah. people who've seen the video know the facts, know he's innocent. However, if you talk to the average Kenosha juror, they don't know that. Sixty percent of them presume he's guilty, and the reason why they presume he's guilty is because of mainstream media. It's why we have to go through an extensive jury selection process in the right. two weeks just to get what he's constitutionally entitled to, a presumed innocent yeah. jury. We got this tweet. Great tweet. Paul Paul Begala. Oh my gosh. That sound you hear is the shattering of the right wing myth about POTUS not being sharp. His wit, command of details, personal engagement are impressive. He's clearly on the top of his game. Not even recommending that folks inject bleach. But, but now wow. here's, here's the thing. I read this, not knowing who this guy was, I would think this was satire if I did <laughs> not, not know who that was. It's not the BB. Yo, I know Paul Begala. I mean, uh, we talked, in, I worked in the Clinton White House in uh, the summer of 1993. Begala used to be an old school populist. He used to be indistinguishable from Steve Bannon. Wow. Uh, he got a lot of money, became a corporate, corporate, you know, uh, well, whatever language Shell. you can use on YouTube, yes. <laughs> so Trump never told people to inject bleach. Yeah, of course not. It was all nonsense. I mean, I mean, it was a ridiculous uh, exaggeration. Now, partially Trump could have handled aspects of that better, but it's just they need to live in their own world to such a degree they have to now create their own world. I, I, and it's going to backfire over time. I got a little flack for being a little critical of Trump on that video where I said when his excuse was that it was sarcasm was probably not the right word right. for what he was intending to do there. Right, yeah. But um, I, I swear to you, that could be as easily parody as seriousness. Could you could you click on his uh, profile so we could read the um, bios and the uh, yeah, yeah, no. oh, what's apparently it called? It's not going to let me. He uh, used to be uh, James Carville's partner. Okay, back in the day. Oh, did he really? Oh yeah, yeah. He helped Harris Wafford win in 1991. Joined thirty five thousand followers. Author of "You're Fired: The Perfect Guide to Beating Donald Trump." Oh. CNN contributor. Counselor for President Clinton, dopey flunky, according to Trump. Oh well, yes. That's true. He is now dopey. So I I look. <laughs> Joe Biden's town hall. He Can you stuttered. Click on his profile picture. He stuttered. He stammered. He was all over the place. Oh. He voted. Okay. I know. I, 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 he, I know who he is. But he's yeah. vaccinated too. Biden did not come off as strong. The 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 cornholio thing was weird enough. It was very weird because I thought yeah. I thought someone froze framed it, freeze framed right. it, and I didn't realize the video was still running. I think he may have been seizing or having a stroke. Ooh. Some, well, yeah, I mean, some, it's what some, Joe, that's why Rogan said there's no way he took the actual shot. Because they're yeah. like, you watch this guy. You want to well, give him a shot, and you want to see what what he might do. How he might react on live <laughs> TV. Yeah. Well, there's a number of reasons why I, I don't think he took the shot, and I agree with Rogan. It's because there's too much risk if he actually did. Because yeah. there are people who have adverse reactions to it. There are people who do take it and pass out. I, I, so, so if you're at the White House you PR, and when you have, yeah, if you're doing the White House PR, be like. Okay, give him the shot later, maybe, sure. but give him some, agree. give him some fake shots because Celine. the, the risk, they, they, no, no, the no, risk on. is too overwhelming for them I, to take, I, and they would I, never I, take that risk. I get the idea. I just disagree. I think the simple solution tends to be the correct one. 
Joe Biden was on a soundstage. They controlled the feed. They could have given him the shot, and then they could they just turn it off afterwards anyway. Just, yeah, so, the but there was journalists there, right? Oh come on, in the room. Yeah, they, a lot of them would have covered it up. It's journalists. Having yeah. heard both arguments. Sorry, sorry. The, the government uh, establishment repeaters that yeah. regurgitate all the diarrhea and hot Biden, trash Biden's that the government gives parents. them. Yeah. Now, I, I was learning about Caligula today. Oh, He's boy. the mad emperor in the, in, the, in the Roman uh, <laughs> Empire. And he suffered a brain injury. Uh, but before his brain injury, he was actually known as a really great emperor, as a really great leader, a, a people person who gave the people what they wanted, was very diplomatic, was very smart. Then he had this weird brain injury, and then he went crazy. He went mad. Mm-hmm. He went through... Ne- he made his horse extremely Exactly. He went through... He did a lot of things we can't even mention on this show. Yeah. It, this show was a family-friendly show, but, but he had cognitive decline, and utterly created chaos throughout the entire Roman Empire, we, we, which and as, as I'm watching this, as I'm learning this, I'm like, holy cow. Now mm-hmm. we're, we have a presidency that clearly the president is going through major cognitive decline. Clearly, the man has two brain stints inside of his head right now as we're speaking. Clearly, he's not all there. And we have utter chaos all around us. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got to keep the focus on CNN, my friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Check this one out. Joe Rogan calls CNN's Don Lemon a dumb mother for wow. doubling down on a horse dewormer narrative, saying you can't allow these you can't allow people to say things that are absolutely untrue when you have a effing news organization. Rogan said, "Well, Joe, Doesn't Joe pull his punches. Buddy, Don Lemon doubled down and claimed that you did in fact ingest horse dewormer, dewormer which is a lie, and um, you thought that was bad. CNN tripled down." CNN defends Joe Rogan treatment in fiery statement. Eric Wemple of the Washington Post accurately points out CNN is acting more like an advocacy group than an actual news organization. He says this, CNN statement sounds more like the work of an advocacy group than a journalism outfit. Mm. The issue actually begins and ends the integrity of CNN's content. He says if we take Rogan's prescription claim at face value and CNN hasn't challenged it, the network's coverage was slanted in some cases and straight up incorrect in others. Here's their quote. CNN says, the heart of this debate has been purposefully confused and ultimately lost. It's never been about livestock versus human dosage of ivermectin. The issue is that a powerful voice in the media who by example and through his platform sowed doubt in the proven and approved science of vaccines while promoting the use of an unproven treatment for COVID-19, a drug developed to ward off parasites in farm animals. The only thing CNN did wrong here was bruise the ego of a popular podcaster who pushed dangerous conspiracy theories and risked the lives of millions of people in doing so. Joe, sitting before me are two wonderful lawyers. Yes, <laughs> please. Can we, would you uh, so give him some advice on suing the pants off CNN, please? Yeah, please. Please. I mean, I mean, be careful what you say about Don Lemon because I'm currently suing him for sexual assault oh, of a bartender, wow. Dustin Heiss. Wow. Uh, I mean, okay. he is incredibly accused, uh, the Harvey Weinstein of, uh, of the media. Wow. And uh, and he has so far dodged and evaded responsibility and accountability. We'll see if that happens come trial in January. But Joe clearly has a very good claim. I mean, th- this is repeated libel, and they're clearly just going to accelerate, and they're going to keep doing it. And I hope he does take action. I know in the past he's been reluctant, but at some point he has to for the benefit of everyone else. Because if Joe Rogan sits there and takes it, other people will think they don't have a fighting chance. How yep. would he do it? 
What would he? What would he do? Hire? Uh, just find a lawyer? Oh, yeah, to contact uh, you? Joe, just file a suit and file. Uh, Joe has plenty of good lawyers. Oh, but yeah. uh, so uh, all he's got to do is file a libel suit, file it right there in the Western District of Texas and in, in the Austin Division where he now resides, and file it against CNN and go after them. I mean, the anti-slap I, statute doesn't yeah. apply there, so and, he doesn't have to he, worry he, about fees. You have Don Lemon, uh, not Don Lemon, sorry, uh, Sanjay Gupta on his own podcast <gasps> saying CNN shouldn't have done yep. it. What do they yep. do after that? They do it two more times. So now, I want to say one thing: Washington Comp- Washington Post calling CNN a- uh, activist journalism is. <laughs> the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> but at the very least they got it right here um but robert someone in the comment section of our last highlight said uh you know, what would his damages be he hasn't sustained any damages so what, what would well i mean that'd be up to the jury to determine but i mean at, at a minimum he could get a, a factual finding that cnn lied about him and that has value and utility right out of the gate and I mean, also discovery should be extremely interesting yeah. to how they decided yep. to say it's horse medicine when a doctor prescribed it to him when i brought yeah. suit for all the covington kids uh the, the goal was to stop and prevent them from telling these kind of lies because typically ordinary people can't fight back. Joe can fight back, and that's why he should fight back for the people who cannot fight yeah. back. Joe can write a check to a law firm and completely forget about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then he'll get an email saying, hey, Joe, here's the update. Here's what they said. You know, sign off here. If you agree, here's what we're going to respond with. And he'll go, you got it. I mean, it was, it was patent libel. They said that he took something he didn't take, and they knew well, that well, was a lie. But your point with Sanjay Gupta is even better. They said he took something he didn't take. Their chief medical correspondent said they are wrong, and then they said it again. They, sh- they shouldn't have done that, Joe. Why didn't you press him? I don't know. And then they, they do, do this again. afterwards. That's uh, come on. It's a slam dunk. Yeah. No, and, and then the, the, and then they purport that he's the one who's in the wrong for being offended by their libel. I mean, it's, yeah. it's nuts. It's, Sanjay it's Gupta went on his show and said, <laughs> "He, there, yeah, we lie, we messed up, we got this one wrong," and now they're like. <laughs> He, they had him on. I mean, I don't want to. I don't even want to think what they did to him in the backstage I, um, when they brought in Sanjay Gupta for that screw up, and now he had to go on national television and then go back on what he said on the on the uh, Rogan uh, podcast. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, reveal to you guys. See, I was I was actually going to hire Joe Rogan for one billion dollars. Oh. Um, but once I found out he took horse medicine, I had to cancel <laughs> that deal. Uh, uh, sorry, Joe, that's a billion dollars in damages. <laughs> oh, uh, well, he probably does have some damages claims because there are going to yeah. be some people who yeah. don't listen to him and some limitation on his ratings. And given the scale that he's at, it doesn't take long to get to 10 million plus. Mm-hmm. And we know CNN wrote at least some sizable check to Nicholas Sandman when they were caught lying to him. They're currently facing a major lawsuit from Project Veritas for lying about Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. So, uh, but Rogan would put them at the most exposure, mostly in the court of public opinion, but financially as well. Do you guys see the, the Netflix thing? The Netflix protest? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this, this guy, his name is Vito, I think, right? Yeah, the comedian. He, yeah, they attacked him. They tore a sign apart. Said he had a uh, weapon after they said tore he had a threw his but, friend down on the floor that hit his yes. head. Well, that was, and that was, yeah. Dick, that was this, Dick Masterson. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a comedian. He's a podcaster. He's, yeah. he's well known. Yeah. yeah. So they attacked these people. The crazy thing was the AP took a photo of this guy Vito when he was saying something like Black Lives Matter, agreeing with them. And they said that he was like the aggressor who was clashing or attacking. And because it was an AP stock photo, every outlet that picked it up shared the same false uh, uh, caption. Wow. Yeah. Which is libel. I mean, that's exactly what the Covington kid case was. Well, here's my question. If, uh, uh, if one of these outlets uses an AP source that says it, is, are they responsible? Yes, they are. So every every publisher. Every single yeah. publisher is responsible. Absolutely. Every wow. single one. You guys should, 
hit up Vito. Sounds great. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, all of them. I mean, there's so many credible suits, but I think the utility for Rogan is this is CNN and this is the context of COVID coverage. Right. And this is critical and essential that they let it, let the court fully determine who told the truth and who's been lying. And, and that has value to everybody. Would there be any relevance in, uh, real life damages with people who listened to this propaganda and say that they had, you know, parasites and, and they couldn't, you know, use it would be very difficult. Purposes. Now, yeah. the left has been pursuing those theories in a wide range of other cases, yeah. but uh, normally that would be too uh, distant in order to get damages. The amazing thing is my underlying belief in all of this is they didn't run with the dewormer story because they believed anybody believed it. They wanted to create the hype so they could go get some people out there who don't really get good news to go take dewormer. The, the the veterinary application, not the human. So they right. could then say, look, people actually did it after we spent two weeks hyping it up. Well, so uh, one, one thing that was pointed out by a lot of people, which is a good point, is that by CNN coming out and saying Joe Rogan took horse paste and then Joe Rogan coming out and saying the medication I, worked, yeah. people are going to believe the tractor supply stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's CNN's fault. Joe also got monoclonal antibodies, the emergency use authorization approved by the FDA that Ron DeSantis was trying to get because they've been using it in Florida. Seems like that stuff really works, and it's approved treatment. Well, it's what the Biden administration tried to take away from Florida. And according, they did. Yeah. No, no. But according to Ron DeSantis, he fought against this, and this is one reason why Florida's cases are so uh, down right now as they are. You look at the New York cases; they're double that of Florida right now. And you see their policies. You see the the, what kind of restrictions they implemented. The exact opposite of what New York did. So there's a they there deserves to be a bigger conversation about these two different approaches. New York and Florida talk because to, it's pretty clear what's talk happening. Talk to your doctor, Tim. Talk yeah. to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to wonder, is the only missing piece here a, 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 a definitive damage? Because if, if, if CNN lies, Sanjay Gupta says, yes, Joe, they lied. I mean, that's clear admission, right? He said they shouldn't have done it, but the, it would be the damage. You can get a declaratory uh, judgment like Robert <laughs> suggested during our last live stream. Uh, nominal damages. Uh, and, and in reality, he's got at least 10 million. You, he uh, could get an expert to say he's got 10 million in damages. But, and, that's and just the, realistic the issue, because yeah. of the scale that he operates. He, yeah. he never yeah. actually said that it was the I word, the ivermectin, that, that, that the horse dewormer that made it better. He, he never even promoted any of it. He just said, right. this is what I'm on. My doctors gave it to me. Three days later, he said, I feel better. My, uh, you know, test is now showing I'm negative. Yep. They never even credited to any yeah. one element of what he was taking. He was on a strict regimen of stuff prescribed by yeah. a doctor. Plus, Rogan also says that uh, they, they changed the way that he looked. They, uh, they used yeah. the filter what? to make him look a lot sicker than he was what? from his original they, Instagram video. They did it with Trump. They yeah. make Trump look more so is, the, is, there, is there a possibility to even pursue that legally? Is that, oh, is that an option as all well? All that could be pursued. And then you throw yeah. in that the FDA piggybacked off of this. The FDA mm. put out that fake tweet that Gupta was talking about yes. Rogan that was deliberately missed. And this is I'm suing the FDA right now for their bait and switch on what they did with the vaccine. They lied they right now have military surgeons and military doctors going in and faking labels to try to convince people that they're getting something different than what, what is this? So what it is is you have currently the only thing that's available is the EUA. Right. So the emergency use authorized under the under the law, you can't uh, force that. There's an informed consent requirement. That's the Nuremberg Code put into law. So, but the, and what uh, the defense secretary said is the only thing we're going to require is the approved, the FDA biologic licensed one, not any of the EUA Community. ones. Exactly. But it's not available. And Pfizer has said they're not going to be producing it for months. Mm-hmm. So some smart soldiers, we brought suit against the FDA saying they shouldn't have licensed uh, Comirnaty uh, as long as it was uh, unavailable. 
Did that that, I pronounce it Comirnaty? I, I don't even know how yeah. to pronounce it. <laughs> but it, it, it's supposed to be like mRNA in between and yeah. then COVID at the beginning and whatever at the end. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like quasi exactly. I think they make it confusing uh, deliberately. Mm-hmm. Completely. It's yeah. too much like comorbidity, which is what yeah, I didn't like. Yes. <laughs> now, but here, here, so here's my question. The FDA has said that they are interchangeable in the same formulation. They have and they haven't. So what they said is they said it's medically interchangeable in ways that uh, don't impact safety and efficacy. Mm-hmm. However, that's really misleading because under the EUA approvals, you do not have to comply with good manufacturing policies. Under the EUA policy oh, procedures, you have a whole different liability. You're completely immune. Everybody's completely immune. Right. Once it shifts to a, li- a licensed product, it has to go through a different manufacturing pro- process. It has to meet good manufacturing policies. It has to be distributed in a certain way. It, and it actually is medically different. They claim it won't impact safety and efficacy, but that's mostly speculative. And last but not least, it has a whole different legal liability yep. risk. And by law, cannot be compelled. And yet what you have is the Defense Department misleading their own soldiers to the degree they're mislabeling a drug that's not even available according to the FDA's own yeah. terms. And the mainstream media is running with headlines, approved by the FDA, <laughs> safe and effective, 100%, Dr. Te- Fauci, safe and effective. I technically mean, the truth. The uh, mm-hmm. Pfizer did get a vaccine approved by the FDA. Exactly. And, exactly. But, but they, they don't would, tell you everything else. They they is, not available. Yeah. They would say because it's the Pfizer vaccine, people assume the Pfizer BioNTech is the exact same. Exactly. Thing. So I read that it said it was it was interchangeable. Except medically for, interchangeable as to safety yeah. and efficacy. But even that's misleading. That's why we sued them. We sued them in the Eastern District of Tennessee. What, Can have a hearing in two weeks about it. Because what's the what's the has anything happened? Uh, yeah, it, it, the government filed their opposition. We filed our reply. The judge is going to have a hearing first week of November. So what? So if the meat is the one lying, though, what's your claim? Like what's, oh, what uh, no, it's the FDA lied because the FDA misled everybody. It, oh. They buried in the footnotes the truth. Mm-hmm. They knew legally they could not issue a biologic licensed approval until and unless they revoked the emergency use authorized drugs as required by law. And they chose not to do so in order to force the mandates on people in violation of the Nuremberg Code. Oof. Yeah. And, I mean, well, they did. Wow. and they don't yep. even deny that functionally. Yep. They just claim we can't sue. They claim nobody can sue them. So let's so you're having a hearing in two weeks. Yep. Let's uh let's let's go to the uh we'll we'll, we'll hear about that. We'll, oh yeah, yeah. We'll get the update. But I want to use this opportunity to talk about you know like I think we're getting into the territory where everything's going absolutely insane. Mm. And so we have this tweet here which exemplifies it and makes me very happy. Rachel Bay says the officials who represent Maryland's three westernmost counties in the General Assembly have asked if their counties can join West Virginia. Yes. So uh, a lot of people don't know this. That's me. West Virginia and Virginia were one state. Then the Civil War happened, and West Virginia and Virginia went bye bye. West Virginia said, we think slavery is bad. We're with the North. We want to stay in the Union. Virginia said, we're going to be the capital of the Confederacy. Mm. Right now, we're starting to see it's getting so bad politically, especially with the story you're telling about the FDA and and the risks we have, the censorship, the media. We operate right now. Uh, This studio is in one of these counties. I am very excited to hear that this is happening. We have these two letters. First, this is from Speaker Roger Hanshaw and President Craig Blair. It says, Speaker Hanshaw and President Blair. Arts to them, sorry. We, the undersigned state representatives for Garrett and Allegheny counties in the state of Maryland, request that you consider adding us as constituent counties to the state of West Virginia. We believe this arrangement may be mutually beneficial for both states and for our local constituencies. Please advise on next steps. And then, I love this one. Speaker Hanshaw and President Blair. We, the undersigned state representatives for Washington County in the state of Maryland, also request you consider adding Washington County as a constituent county to the state of West Virginia. We believe this arrangement may be mutually beneficial for both states and for our local constituencies. Please advise on next steps. Uh, I live in West Virginia because it's a tri-state. 
you know, we, we shop sometimes in Virginia. We go for dinner. I live in, in, in West Virginia, but we work in Maryland. So we're just between all three. Um, uh, Delegate Mike McKay and Delegate William Wivel, we are here as your our, our eager constituents mm-hmm. wanting to help in any way possible to allow us to join with West Virginia. Look, so West Virginia, I live there. I'm a resident. I have constitutional carry. It's fantastic. It's way better. Maryland is, is Western Maryland where we are. It's effectively West Virginia. If you ask anybody Very around here, yeah. there's a guy who lives over here. He's got these massive signs that say like swamp 40 miles that way. He's going to DC. <laughs> Says bring your boots. Amazing sign, by the way. And, uh, the people here would love it mm-hmm. to not be under the boot of Baltimore. Oh yeah. Culturally, socially, economically, politically. I mean, they're right in the middle of the place that triggered the last civil war. I mean, Harper's know, Ferry great, sits right, right <laughs> on the end of the old, old John Brown. So the, uh, so it makes sense. And what has to happen is the Maryland, Wisconsin, legis- uh, I'm sorry, West Virginia and Maryland legislatures have to approve and then Congress has to approve. Never going to happen. Probably not, but maybe because if you're Maryland, do you really want Western Maryland? If you're the Democrats in Baltimore, you probably would love to jettison them. Yeah, West Virginia. Why not add your territory? Add some tax base. Mm -hmm. You'll get a Democrat governor every every time if you get rid of Western. uh, The only thing is probably they would look at congressional representation. Would it give West Virginia enough to add back their third seat that they lost? Mm. Yeah, no. Hypothetically, this ever happens. What's the time frame? How long would that? Oh, it can happen quickly. I mean, it requires both legislatures and Congress. It can happen with. I mean, the old days they used to approve states within. Weeks within months. Yeah. So what do we what do we what do we have to do to encourage this? That's a good question. I mean the Should I mean I encourage wouldn't encourage it? anything you know <laughs> that uh, uh, too provocative. Mm-hmm. Well, but, look, uh, this is this is just people saying we don't get we you know we're not like the people of D.C. and Baltimore. Right. We're more like West Virginia. So. Well, just convince the people in D.C. and Baltimore that uh, Western Maryland is really holding them back. They just need to jettison them and give them to West Virginia. It's a good point. You don't want to have these maggots, you know, yeah. voting in your elections. Yeah. Maryland's got a Republican governor. Exactly. Oh, it, it would be a Democratic governor if they would just let these counties That's go. That's right. right. But I don't think they would. It's, it's a lot like what's happening in Oregon. You know, the eastern uh, Oregon counties are also. Uh, oh, they like, want out. They yeah. voted, right? They voted yeah. too. Eastern Washington wants out. Yep. They would like to join Greater Idaho, mm-hmm. make Idaho like a true Idaho. You know, it's funny, having grown up my whole life in a city and then lived in New York and then ultimately just being like, it's better to not live in these cities because they're insane. Yeah. It, it is funny. I drove through New York to get here, had coffee with my best friend in New York, and it, it was the f- I know my frame of the world has changed with what's happened in the last two years, but it was the first time I really appreciated – I forget who said it – that living in a big city is like prisoners sort of um, learning to love their imprisonment. And you know, we're in New York. I see people – in the park playing violin. I see people, everyone's talking, everyone's trying to make the best of life in New York. But it was the first time that it really felt like the city was too much. It looked like people were just trying to make the best of their living, but that people didn't really love it anymore. But that might have been a lot, a lot of projection coming from me. But when it was, you, it was did intense. you stop in New York City? Yeah, New York City proper. It was in Lower East Side. I grew did up you, in New York did you, City. Did you need to present your papers to get that coffee? I, did not, uh, I didn't because we drank it outside. Oh. Um, mm. Everybody, so I've, and I said on my channel, I'm, I'm, I, I got both shots. Everyone knows because I've crossed the border. But I, I, I refuse. I mean, except for bowling with my kids, where's the camera that I have to apologize to again? <laughs> except for bowling with my kids, that one day, uh, I, I refuse to do it. But and do I, you, I don't eat out anymore. Is, do you have, do you have like a card? Like, no, camera? I have a picture of my paper. Uh, literally, the funny thing is, after I got my second shot, I, I took a picture of the paper they printed out at the pharmacy, sent it to my wife with a very funny joke, like, "Haha, the papers when they ask," and it became <laughs> it became a very funny email that I sent to my wife. Because they literally, when we were traveling to New Brunswick, they like show me your papers. I had only had one shot at the time. I was like, man, they're gonna they're gonna tell me I can't go on a family vacation now. That's ridiculous. Uh, this, is, that this is, is so crazy, draconian. This is the crazy thing to me. I mean, 
And that would work in New York City. It's working. It's working. Everybody, every science said you, you want to sit down indoors, vaccine passport. No, I mean, I mean the fact that you've got a picture of a piece of paper. And that's like, okay. So what's stopping people from, you know? Oh, there's massive fit exactly. already in New York. There, yeah. I, 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 I have had, I mean, I will never do it because I don't trust it not to get hacked in terms of like disclose to the authorities. But there's people, I know people who are, who are providing Personally, I know nobody. I have no yeah, idea. That's right. I don't yeah, know <laughs> uh, I, I take it back. I know nobody, but I. Like I said, but there is a high probability yeah. that there are it's, a lot of these people, and that's why these numbers of how many people actually took this or have this should be questioned. I don't yeah, represent just, any uh, of them, so you know, just what, what? What if someone like went to Mexico? And then just oh, went yeah. to a doctor. Well, that's have... the key is that you get international. That's what they can't yeah. control. That's what there's no U.S. tracking for. That's why ultimately the goal is to have international tracking. You know, have a right. little chip in An your app. body that everybody can be universal. They already got a chip in your passport. The, well, exactly. the World Economic Forum called for a global passport system of, of medical records that keep you up to date with your status and your tests that why will be uh, used with, uh, in, you know, internationally with all the countries being synced in into the same system. That's literally what they were just talking about months ago so oh, yeah. this has been It'll planned be for a very long part time part of your financial system yep. that's what they're talking about fed coin that's going to mm-hmm. be part of your identification yeah the bank of england the bank of Ling- england is literally talking about building a cryptocurrency that's yeah. centralized controlled by them just after a few days ago one of their spokespersons said that bitcoin's going to destroy the financial markets as yeah. they're calling for their own bitcoin that's that's fed coin controlled by them at, at every well, level you imagine the control they could yeah. cut off your ability to buy gas buy, yeah. buy food do anything and that's literally their plan uh, that's the social credit score it's already exactly. exists in China, and there's plans to implement it here in the United States through the vaccine mandate, through the vaccine passports. It's a social credit score uh, in, in a Trojan horse. They'll experiment on Canada first. Well, and I just don't understand the, the rationale behind the vaccine passport. You can go in, order your coffee, then leave. But you can't sit down in there to drink your coffee as if and as if the double vaccination is the criteria that's the most relevant and not if you're worried about transmission, yeah. a negative test. But it's, it's, it's nuts. Uh, but people are putting up with it in Canada. In New York, well, there's a little more defiance. So, so I can explain it. It's actually quite simple. Um, but, so if, if you walk into a restaurant, you need to wear your mask because for people, uh, you know, walking around, the, the COVID is at head level. Yep, but yep. when you sit down, now you can yep. take your mask off. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Now, how, however, if you're not vaccinated, it actually inverts. You're okay standing up, walking in. But sitting down is when you get problems. Well, no, no, you not anymore. They changed that rule. You have to, even if you're vaccinated, still wear the masks. And in Australia, this virus usually goes to sleep at around 8 p.m. when the government says that there's a curfew. So this well, is yeah, a no, no, that's and, and also no, no, no. very look, strangely, look, look, look. hold on, hold on. It it's also it's also a super spreader event when it's when it comes to Republican protest. But it's it's something that heals people during leftist Black Lives Matter protest. You, you have it it's a woke virus. At yeah. 8 p.m. is when it's most active. That's why everyone has to stay home. Yeah, you know, unless you're Joe Biden, okay. and then you don't even have to wear the mask and you go into a high-end restaurant. Well, exactly. everybody knows yep. that Joe Biden is, is is the healthiest president we've ever had. Exactly, exactly. So he's, very he's much fit so. Fit as a fiddle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll one-up the insanity. Did I did I talk about the um, isolating kids in Canada? No, I didn't. Because yeah, we, we got I an email from school. I did a video on this because I didn't believe it was true. Where out of Ontario, it's they were horrible. saying if a kid came in contact with someone who tested positive, that kid has to isolate. And then yet you saw people tweeting online. My kid's crying in the bedroom. I'm slipping food under the door. with yep. the, I, Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. And, so bad. and now the, I don't know if I believe those tweets because you have to be a little skeptical. But then we in our community got a recommendation. Kids in – eight-year-old kids in a class came in contact with a kid who tested positive. All kids were asymptomatic if they were even infected, but they tested negative. No symptoms, negative test, had to isolate for 10 days. And I expressed some discontent um, with the government policy – 
say this is idiotic. And then it, it, total coincidence, the next day they, the, the government issues a, a correction, no longer need to isolate an eight-year-old kid who's tested negative with no symptoms. It's, it is, I don't know what they're doing. Like there's that guy, uh, Awaken with JP, who puts yeah. out some good videos. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we do today. Throw something on the wall. That's well, going to be the criteria. It's yeah. the problem exactly. with all these vaccine mandates. All of them are about asymptomatic risk. I mean, there is no real risk. The only risk, the only limitation the vaccine mandate lawsuits that they should expand upon is asymptomatic risk is not a meaningful risk of, sp- of spread. Yeah. And that's the only thing the vaccine purports to solve and it doesn't solve. Allegedly. By its own admission. Allegedly. Yeah, Again, exactly. and then all the data should be questioned because all the data is coming from Pfizer and Pfizer has been caught fudging the data fudging the well, trials, and kicking people out of trials that get sick from the vaccine, like that 12-year-old that ended up in a wheelchair, and then she was a part of the trial group, and when the trial group or the report came out, she wasn't a part of it. I can't go yeah, into details, we, but there'll we, be a big gotta, whistleblower coming out on that precise yes, topic in the next two weeks. It's crazy what's happening. we got to be careful with anecdotes. Yeah. Absolutely. As far as... Oh, so, no, I represent a whistleblower. We'll be... No, that's different. Yeah, that's, that's different. different. I just mean, like, you know... Um, my, my, my concern is, you know, someone will see a story and they'll say, this proves my view of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh. there's tons of that, of course. Right, 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 see, right. And you, uh, causation, correlation, you, you, anecdotes prove nothing except that you, you have a, you have an example. But um, I, I just love the fact that everybody now trusts Pfizer, uh, who, right. who paid uh, 2.3 billion. 2.3 billion. They trust Merck. Who paid however much for their for for hiding Johnson the fact and Johnson and, and, and they trust the government. A little baby talk for in, you. in yeah. Canada. The government just apologized for its horrible treatment of the indigenous with its residential schools. You know, we did it for their own good at the time, or we said we did. Yes. We tore, you know we we knew they were dying. We hit it. Now we apologize for it. Trust us today. Did, we're did doing you guys it. hear this Johnson and Johnson thing? I think it's the talcum powder, right? They, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're separating it off into a, they're spinning off a new company yep. and then bankrupting it, so they don't got to pay a they're settlement. Exactly. It. It's it's hilarious to see that in leftist subreddits where they're like evil. Corporation, but then also like, haha, magas are dumb for not getting vaccinated. Yes, it's, it's atrocious, completely. And in the cases that they're citing are the cases that were used for eugenics in the in the nineteenth and twentieth century. So it's very dangerous what's happening legally, politically, across the board. Uh, and people, you know, I want to I want to stress this point too because people often say we, when we had Michael Schellenberg, for instance, he's like, what 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 what, what about when people say we've had other mandates like MMR and stuff. And I'm like, I've never been required to get a vaccine to go to 7-Eleven before. Exactly. Not only yeah. that, there's always been religious accommodations for all those children right. child vaccines. There's always been medical accommodations. Mm-hmm. There's always been prior immunity accommodations. So we've never had it. And again, those, as you note, were limited to kids for public education for which you could opt out. So it's a completely unanalogous comparison well, that a lot of these people are using. The virus itself is not analogous either because exactly. measles, mumps, rubella actually posed a meaningful risk for kids. Right. This We're talking now in Canada, com- compelled vaccination of 5 to 11-year-olds for in Canada. Canada, 300,000 some odd cases, 1,500 hospitalizations, 15 deaths. And we just found out two weeks ago, at the very least on this occasion, a death they reported in a 14-year-old attributed to COVID. The sister came out and said the kid had a stage four brain cancer, was hospitalizing in a coma, and they did a test on the kid. But there's two words here, vaccine mandate, and the most important is mandate. Like University of Denver saying flu vaccines... This is, I think, just a, a the bigger issue, I think, is they want to get people to mandate. They want to get to the point where you have the app where they can start mandating many, many more things than just vaccination. They can right. ma- mandate any kind of medical procedure. Well, it goes and back compliance. to the eugenics era. Right. Yeah. The whole goal was to establish the state's power and the corporate power over the human body, that they control you. You don't control yourself. Once they establish that legal precedent, we know where it leads because they gave us forced sterilization and forced detention camps based on ancestry and then ultimately the Nazis. And there so, was a lot of really messed up stuff happening in the early 1900s. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what, and when they cite those cases, I'm like, do you recognize you're citing the same 
Supreme Court that said racial segregation was a good idea? Well, to be to be fair, though, Derek Bell agreed with Plessy versus Ferguson, and uh, he's like a, a hero to the wokists. So yeah, I mean, the, the, the levels of insanity. I mean, it's, it's the professional class has too much power. That's the problem. Let's go to Super Chats, my friends. If you haven't already, smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Become a member at TimCast.com. Now let's read what people are saying. That went by so quick. Yeah, I was like, it's 930? It's 930 yeah. already? I'm like, no, I got so much I want to say. <laughs> and I want to hear from you guys so well, much about, Tim, so much more about the lawsuits. Just, I'm like, oh, man. Everyone should look into the story coming out of Canada that are the health minister, whatever, chief medical officer of Alberta, Dina Hinshaw. She apologized for erroneously describing the death of that 14-year-old kid to COVID when it was stage four brain cancer. And she said, causing the family additional grief. This was after some public outcry. But if they've done it once, I just want to know how many times they've done it before. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, we got the meaning of nerd. He says, hey, Tim, on my channel, I analyze pop culture shows and movies and derive a more meaningful and liberty-loving message for my audience from it. I thought of analyzing your song. Can I get permission to use the song in the background or will I get copyright? Um, I don't believe you will. YouTube has an automated system, though, but people have done it before. I, I won't issue anything, though. That's for sure. You should change the license on the song because otherwise it's just your – well, I guess it's your word is binding if you do it on video like that. I'm not going to issue a strike against anybody for using it. I said the other day, by all means, download it, share it, put you it on You can go into the friends. setting on the, on the video. It's also available it on Commons. Amazon. That's right. <clears throat> all right. Let's see what we got here. Hey, Abbott says, never forget the four basic rules for firearm safety. If you follow them every time, you'll be safe. Mr. Baldwin managed to break all of those rules at once, and this is what happens. Is the AK guy going to visit the compound? Uh, yeah, Brandon Herrera. Um, Working on it? Yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. He's an awesome YouTuber. All right, let's see what we got. John Clark says, F for Viva, direct from Ottawa and Trudeau for Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. F is an inside joke. It means I'm late. When I'm never late, except that one time I was late. <laughs> except that one time. A lot of people uh, cheering for Viva and Barnes. Heck yeah. Uh, Coe's Diver says, let's go, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they have a let's go Trudeau also now at this point. It's nice. LGT. <laughs> I love it. Samdip Nag says, a Viva Barnes and Tim Fool podcast. This must be the best timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm, Tim Fool, huh? Mm-hmm. You got me. <laughs> huh, original. Jack Sparrow says, just take my money. All right. Okay. Ethan Randall says, to Viva F. You do that to us, too. Yeah. <laughs> We're not late. I love it, but it, the dedication it takes for someone to give a super chat for one letter. Congratulations. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Wayne Smith says Alec Baldwin has killed more people than all of the January 6th protesters combined. That's what I'm saying. Yikes, man. Wow. Cliff Lee, Viva, how are you able to escape Canada? Thought you were incarcerated there. It was a very... Look, coming out was easy. Going back, I think it's going to be harder than coming to the States. Interesting. Even though you're going back to your home I, country. I, and I, I say, what what happens if I don't have a PCR test? How is my government going to keep me out of my own country? But uh, look, I'll get back. And does, we'll the do government, Sunday. does the government check or does the airline check? Uh, la- I, I drove. Okay. Yeah, I drove because... So Border Patrol checks is... Yeah. Because yeah, in the United States, if you come into the United States as an American citizen, you have to show a negative test to the airline, not at customs. This would have been the case for flying. Yeah. And now I have to show apparently a PCR to come in through the land border. Okay. Um, it won't be a problem, but it's just, it's, it, it increases. And cost. positive vaccine status. If you're a visitor. I don't know about the positive vaccine status, yeah. but if, I know as of November 8th. Yeah. If you want to visit Canada now, you have oh, to yeah, be fully that, that, vaccinated. Sure. All right. I'm going to read it. Do it. Alex Ryan says, Tim, watch Biden again. His clenched fists and vacant stare are signs that he's pooping himself. Oh. Anyone who's had or attended to kids can recognize the signs. 
That's actually a good point. I've, I've seen, seen that. It. Yes. Yeah, they do the. You yeah. can yeah. tell if he was wearing a, a, a diaper underneath. No, his, I don't know. He's the president. I, I will go back and look very thoroughly because that's I bet, an interesting theory. He I bet he's got man. like tier five, <laughs> 2020 model, Super elite, yeah. ultra men's, you know, technological <laughs> evaporating diapers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a portal. Yeah. It's a portal. It just goes right into the, the, the sewer. That's right. Nathan Dolan says, have Viva and Barnes explain rights to Ian? Oh. That would be rights, interesting. Civil rights versus natural rights. Yeah. I mean, really, it's civil rights origin and justification can be natural rights. It depends on your perspective as to what justifies it. Technically, what civil rights are in the legal system is it comes from the Constitution or it comes from a statute or it comes from the common law. But the, uh, the question is, where does that, where's the moral authority? For the Constitution, civil rights, the statutes, civil rights, the common law, civil rights come from. Some would argue, I would argue, natural law. Natural law and the idea that uh, you, if you're religious, God put sort of imprinted upon us the uh, our conscience and our cognitive capacity, the recognition of certain universal moral truths, which, by the way, informed consent used to be one. We called it just Kogans in the international law. We executed people for violating informed consent. That's what the Nuremberg trials were about. Mm-hmm. We said these rules are so universal. There's a classic example. So universal, there was no informed consent law in the German statutes, in the German constitution. So how did we execute people afterwards for violating it? We said that's such a universal recognized law that no civilized society anywhere can violate it. And our natural rights and and human or natural law and human rights are those synonymous there's human rights and civil rights they can be so many people would say our human rights derive from natural law some people don't agree with natural law being the basis of it so you could have a philosophical disagreement as to the uh, moral justification uh, of uh, or authorization for civil rights but it is for many people the same we go through sometimes we talk about human rights and civil rights and that they're I, I do you see those as different no, I mean, I see civil rights as expression of human rights, but civil rights don't always capture all the human rights that exist. Hence Martin Luther King's protest in his letter from Birmingham jail. I have a shorter answer. In Canada, no rights, privileges. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be- I'm being tongue-in-cheek. So the argument we had was that, um, I think, Luke, you were here for this, right, or no? Well, no what was happening? It was Jack Murphy. Um, Ian said that yeah. rights are culture-based and that you're effectively granted them by the Constitution. And the, uh, my argument, I think Jack Murphy, is that the rights are inalienable. They're they're intrinsic to you based on several factors. And there's, 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 there's big moral questions, philosophical questions. But the general idea is saying that our rights come from God doesn't necessarily mean you have to be theistic. It's just like the rights exist within us no matter what. A government can infringe our rights, right. but the rights are always ours. And Ian disagrees. If a culture doesn't agree with it, your right doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, I think I was defining civil rights and you were defining natural rights. Or human it, rights? It's, uh, well, you know, if you want to define civil rights as what a particular culture defines, but it doesn't have to be. So for many people, civil rights are just an expression of natural rights. It doesn't have to be an either or. So it's whether or not you believe civil rights are rooted in natural rights is the, where the debate tends to occur. If, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if we if, if the culture thinks it's okay to eat baby hearts, then you have a natural right to eat baby hearts. Not, no, because I, the natural rights would be objective moral truths. Right. If you believe in a certain form of natural law, you I, believe that these, uh, the, they transcend culture. Right, and but I think, if I you're the, the culture that's deciding what transcends the culture, then... You always have some degree of that, yes. That that would be my brother Gordon Barnes' uh, debate. So he would that would be his extensive. He, would, he does classes on exactly that oh, cool. in his philosophy classes. All right, well, let's just read That's some more Super Chats. Not spend too much time on one idea. Mematype says, you've been talking about how it's important to create culture outside of a left- leftist frame. Check out the Foundation for Economic Education. 
My friend Sean Malone has a YouTube series there analyzing movies from a liberty angle. I think he'd be a great guest for your show. Doesn't Seamus do stuff with them? Yeah, F-E-E. Freedom Tunes. Yeah, what's yeah. the name? Sorry. Oh, yeah, that stuff is good. That stuff's yeah. great. It's the best stuff. Yeah, Freedom Tunes is fantastic. What's they that guy's name you recommended? Uh, they're t- tomorrow, too. Potentially, I think, uh, maybe. Luke, our, stop it. Our interview with <laughs> Stick Hammer. There's going to be so yeah, many. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. Yeah. yeah. One, of, like, one of our brief interviews with Sticks, Hex, and Hammer, they produced the, uh, it's It's phenomenal. The yeah, they did. Cool. Ken Davis says, every handgun is loaded. That is correct. We have a whole lot of people saying, yay, Viva and Barnes. Yes. Josiah Magnuson says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Alec Baldwin, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> Technically <No>. correct. <laughs> Yikes. The internet is a mean place. Oh. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is going to want to avoid it for the next 10 years. I, mean, I that's, think that was oh. Michael Malice in disguise. Yikes. Yes, it was. probably was. <laughs> oh. All right, let's see. Someone asks, who is taking pics of... I can't read the name. Who is taking pics of Alex crying on the phone? His PR or paparazzi? Mm. It's interesting the question that there are people there taking pictures after it happened. Right. High-res photos. Right. That, that looks like a from a professional camera. Yep. Like it a wasn't sign, a cell phone. Or a sign was, of a sick society that people are making fun of this guy who murdered his coworker on accident? It's probably not a sign of a healthy, happy society. Yeah. Not happy, that's for sure. It, it, ordinarily, these types of jokes would you would make them much later on after the tragedy has settled. Tragedy um, plus time, yeah. Coming. But this is social media where people say uh, malice, and rushed right to it. Yeah, and malice is—it's not that he's remorseless. I mean, he's making the the the, the quips vicious. that a lot of people are thinking. He just doesn't have the filter that most people have. Uh, but the world needs all types of people. But uh, people have gotten into the habit of. Yeah, people, not not waiting. Well, the cool thing with them. malice is he punches up. He, he doesn't does, punch yeah. down. Yeah. And people have different reaction to trauma. Some people laugh. Uh, some people, you know, are sad. But was, there's different human reactions to it. It was Dave as well. Chappelle's point. As long as you're really punching up, and a lot of the wokesters have actually been punching down, not yeah. up. Those Netflix right. protests proving exactly yes. what Dave Chappelle was talking about in Precisely. his special. And I will say, in the instance of Alec Baldwin, you kind of have to ask yourself how he would respond if something like this happened to someone like James Woods. Mm-hmm. What do you think mm-hmm. he would be doing? Do you think that body would be cold before he would be being a complete jerk? Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's I had don't. that reputation in Hollywood for a long yeah, time. I only ran into him once, and he was an ass person. then, so I have no yeah. sympathy. All right. Nicholas Lipset says, saw your part about buying a guitar right now. I ordered a trumpet in May 2020. Should have taken a couple of months. I still don't have it. Whoa. So we went out and bought the music equipment for doing the shows here, bought a couple guitars, and I went to the shop, and they told me that if you order a guitar right now, it's a 15-month wait. What? Wow. Talk yeah. about supply chain issues. Supply those chains. are only going to get worse. Those are not going to get better anytime nope. soon. Yeah, they're dumping empty containers on the side of the road, apparently. You, well, you have problems in China. You have problems in the ships. You have problems in the warehouses. And now you're going to fire a bunch of workers. Yep. You're going to fire people in warehouses. You're going to fire them on railroads. You're going to fire them on trucks wrong. because they don't take a drug they don't want to take. It, and how is that going to help? In, nope. in Canada, they've been talking about you know not overwhelming the healthcare system from the beginning. It was two weeks to flatten the curve so as mm. not to overwhelm the healthcare. Now they're fi- they were talking about firing thousands of, of healthcare workers. You even it's got an uh, honorary coin for it. Oh yes, that was yeah. a, that's a good coin. We posted a picture of that on Locals <laughs> if anybody wants to see. All right, Brian Perkins says I got my Let's Go Brandon shirt from Luke earlier this week. Wore it today and got all kinds of compliments. No hijacking with the real meaning. Yeah, I mean, this is the best way to make friends. I mean, there's so much, <laughs> there's so much speech censored online. We have shirts that I can't wear here because the, the, the YouTube Spicy. videos will probably get taken down. Uh, but when I wear them at the public, I get high fives, I get thumbs up, I get a lot of people coming up being like, I'm, I'm with you, man. So if you're in your local community looking for some friends, get a shirt. It's the best way to meet people at thebestpoliticalshirts.com. 
Ghost it actually really is true. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. People have jokingly said a Timcast dating site so that the people who share like similar ideas can date. And I'm oh, like, I don't know about that. all that, but <laughs> if you great. see someone wearing a shirt, you're going to be like, yo, and you're going to know right away. All right. Ghost Crusader says Viva Barnes and Timcast finally together yes. and only 6K likes. Hit that like button. Yeah. Well, we're at 12K likes right now, but nice. the time they posted it, absolutely smash that like button. Tom's Pants says, Ian, simulation and simulacra are two related but different things. Read some Jean Baudrillard. Is that how you pronounce Baudrillard? it? Baudrillard. Baudrillard. Mm-hmm. Or follow Culture Campcast on Twitter to learn about it. I watched a great documentary on that, actually. On simulacrum? Yeah, the difference. Well, not it was it was on the simulacrum, yeah. He's got a book called Simulation and Simulacrum, I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like I, I, I think simulacrum, a good... A good example is at the end of the movie Annihilation when, what's her face, Natalie Portman confronts the weird alien thing mimicking her. Version it's like, of herself. Yeah, it's like not a real thing. Someone just said Timder in the comment section. Timder, yes. Timder. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jane says, two days ago, Twitter suspended me for saying Kyle did nothing wrong. Twitter claims it's glorifying violence. They want me to delete the tweet, but I refuse to do so. Still suspended. I figured Robert might be interested in this info. Yeah, and people, if there's going to be constant updates about the trial at freekyleusa.com, and if that's where you can get. Uh, there's other things you can do there. Won't mention it on YouTube, but you can get the all, all the updates on the information. He's clearly innocent, and it's a, it tells you what era we live in when being innocent is something that's subject to censorship. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Western Canadian commentary says veteran here. Negligent handling of a firearm resulting in death. Does that not mean third degree murder? What do Viva and Barnes think? It, it, it well it depends. I mean, look at what uh, the Chauvin trial showed us, right? There's going to be very broad and elastic definitions of various forms of murder and homicide. I mean, uh, so uh, I mean, you look at the insanity of what they're charging Kyle with. If by if those standards were applicable, uh, the Baldwin would be in jail without bail tonight. Uh, so that's the way I would look at I, it. I just I, I want to know the circumstance also because who was it that mentioned the idea? Of it might you know whether or not it was part of the movie, whether or not it was a gag, whether or not he was joking around with it circumstances details matter his knowledge of things matter does I, he have the innocent canadian defense that's the key it looks like it i would. didn't know eh? it was a loaded gun <laughs> you can't I, even say gun in canada uh, right, without going to oh, jail if, if, <laughs> the gun laws in canada yeah, is, is, a, is, a, is a video or a discussion for another day it, but, um, it looks like it wouldn't be a misfire or a hanging it might have been a hanging fire but the other uh, thing would be a negligent discharge if it goes, just goes off in your but hand without of you pulling fi- the trigger of a firearm. Not not if everyone thought it was a it was a, a because prop. he very well they just pointed it and pulled the trigger and thought nothing was going to happen. If this was the average Joe, Joe, they would be in jail. Oh, Let's yeah, just be 100%. honest here, particularly if their politics was. On so the what do you do? You, nail, you, you go criminally after the production company for like murder, and then Alex Baldwin for or Alec Baldwin for manslaughter. Or I don't think or? anything like that will happen because his politics are on his side. Uh, though I don't know the local jurisdiction, but that's what they normally you'd investigate everything and see whether this was really an accident because it's it does seem odd that somebody very familiar with guns of in that setting, which Alec Baldwin is, would somehow have it go off and kill somebody. That seems very unexpected, unexplained, and his he looks criminal in his culpability at this stage. We don't know all the details, but at this stage, yes, interesting. Sniper Olink says, hey, Tim, I watch you guys all the time and hear you talk about shortages. I work in retail and often have to tell customers why we don't have food. Jeez. Yikes, man. Yeah. Let's see. How do you pronounce that? Dewey Cox says, in Sask, Canada, if you don't have your QR code passport, you can only go to the grocery store and work. Only some work. Recent election was over, what is it, was over fraud? 
Mm. And let that let that sink in also. You need a vaccine passport to get into certain places where the employees of those places don't need vaccine passports. What? <laughs> it, it, that's why, that's why mandate ago. is the trust, right word. Trust the science. I, I hated the word mandate from back in the practice of law. I hated that word. And now I hate it uh, exponentially more. Even more. <laughs> mandate. Mechek Forbes first said, says, all you need to know about the Queen's authority in Commonwealth countries is every officer from dog catcher to prime minister swears obedience to her. Yeah, I was just reading about this. The where is it? That the Queen can dissolve the House of Commons, but not the Senate can be dissolved at any time by the Queen of Canada, uh, or the by Governor Canada. The Queen of Canada. Who is the Queen of uh, England? That would be Elizabeth. Yes. What is this? The Queen She's, of Canada. The Queen has never exercised this power. Maybe ever. I. I but it, it's on the I books. I, I, that's thing. But, and, and typically, like, it's by prerogative, so that when the Prime Minister does it, it's deemed to be you know by recommendation of the Queen. But I would have who's, to look at this. Is from Canada.ca, the monarchy of Canada is at the core of Canada's constitutional federal structure. Who, yeah, it who, still who, is legally. Who's, who's next in line for the crown? Who is after the queen? You Megan. probably don't care so much. Megan, right? <laughs> <laughs> this also says the crown may act on its own with no advice from any other body uh, in the case of a constitutional crisis. The yes. crown is different than the queen, though. Mm. What's the difference? The crown is, is, the, is, is the state. Is the state. It's, it's in Canada. Canada. But oh. the crown doesn't mean doesn't mean royalty in Canada. It, doesn't mean, it just means the government. I, I mean, I have Sometimes to look into it. I, I have never even had the remotest, the slightest interest in what the queen could do because it has never been a practical question in can, any aspect of. You know where it comes up legally? Someone want to look up uh, who's next in line? Yeah, I'll look it up. Okay. In island jurisdictions, you appeal to the queen if you get screwed. So, like my fraud cases, like if it's in Guernsey or someplace like that, Isle of Man, you actually can go up to the queen. Technically, it doesn't work anywhere, but theoretically, figure out who it is. I think of them as like sitting in ro- in the road blocking traffic and being like. I'm not doing anything. Like people are like, "Hey, get out of the way." And they're like, "I'm not doing anything. I'm Charles? just sitting here." And you're like, "Well, you're you own all the land. You're Charles. doing something passively Is it, by Isn't Charles the guy who's like looks like it looks like he's he's been he's an exhumed corpse? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Little like bit, he was in yeah. the car and he was like, and "Yeah, he's like, super old. This guy's yeah. not doing too well." Yeah. What if he's just like out of it? And then, you know, like Queen Elizabeth passes cuz she was just in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he gets in, he goes he goes nuts and he like makes crazy declarations and dissolves Australia. Well, for yeah. a while they had that worry because the Nazis were recruiting, uh, who was it? One of the Dukes that was gonna, could be king back in the, in the late 30s. Oh, wow. They had to hide him out in, bah- in the Bahamas because he went AWOL. I, they made him renounce. I know when we are venturing out of my area of expertise. <laughs> <and> now, <laughs> <laughs> same, same. I don't know. It, it, it would make life interesting, I guess. Charles just shows up and he's like, Canada's gone. Australia's gone. The Pitcairn Islands, I'm keeping those. He made some interesting comments about population control. And they do have a lot of extensive ties to some people that do really bad things to children. Oh, but I'm, I'm not going to get going here, going on the show here. So, All right. Neo Ritter says, you got to cut Canada some slack. They've only been a sovereign country for just shy of 40 years. They still have some time to go before they figure out that freedom thing. Hmm. No. Is that true? It, no, it's 1867 was when uh, Upper and Lower Canada. Oh, I'm gonna, I hope I'm not embarrassing myself. I took the course <laughs> twice. 1867 was the unification or the Constitution. When did it unify? Upper and Lower. It's existed for uh, over 140 years now. Yeah, the Confederation, 1867. Yeah, but there, there was the unification of Upper and Lower Canada, but then the Constitution of 1867, which was uh, amended or added to with, not, with the Constitution of 1982, which was the one that was supposed to guarantee the charter rights, which is... What we were discussing. Charter earlier. privileges. Tin Man says, I need little dancing mushroom toys that scream Alex Jones quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if we, we, in the vlog, there's this really that. funny comic where Ian goes mushroom hunting and he finds a mushroom, but it's Alex Jones. So the mushroom so is just Alex Jones talking and then screaming. That'd be good. That'd, yeah. that'd be good. I love it. 
All right. Chris H. says, what do you think of a unity ticket with DeSantis Gabbard? I think Trump's going to win. Yeah, if Trump wants it, he's in. It's that simple. Unless things go something, unless something radically changes between now and then. Oh, okay. Uh, Homer Simp says, Tim, not to be pedantic, but I believe it was called Pastagate. The Quebec language police never recovered from that embarrassment. That was an amazing story when I first heard it when I was visiting Montreal. It's an interesting thing. Tim Hortons is like the icon of Canada. It doesn't right. have an apostrophe with the S because under the language laws, if you had an apostrophe in Quebec, it was an English uh, language thing. <laughs> so Tim heck? Hortons didn't want to have two brandings for the product, so they just removed the apostrophe. Wow. There was another Smart. one, I'm, I'm sure I remember of it, called Joe's Garage. And it was Joe's apostrophe garage. He got in trouble with the, with the police, the language police. And he covered up the apostrophe with the Canadian flag, which only made matters worse. But I have not been able to find, I haven't I been able it. to find that story. I'm just sure I, I'm sure I learned of it in law school. There's a funny old viral video about the language police where it's like two guys are doing a drug deal in an alley and the cops pull up and they try to run. The cops grab them and they're like, ah, we got you. And they're like, no. And the cops push him up against the wall and starts frisking him. And then he's like, what's this? And he pulls out a bag of weed and he goes, oh, sorry. He puts it back. And then he pulls, he's like, wait a minute. And the other cop pulls out an English language dictionary and he goes, what's this? And he's like, it's not mine, I swear. As an illustration of how preposterous it is, <laughs> kosher foods and it, you, like uh, specific market foods would get in trouble for not having French on it as if anybody wants to eat the kosher food stuff in the first place. Right. And it's like, so they say, you need to have French on this. And, and that's how stringent the rules are. Mm. It's so but, like, they, they had, it had a reason at the time. But if a, if a law doesn't work after 40 years, maybe it's not going to work in the next 40 years. I, I wonder though, like, so, uh, a company that makes, like, freezer cheeseburgers, do they create special packaging that's in French? Uh, they have to. And, or what they do is they go with the cheaper alternative, which is just like stick over, uh, labels. Oh, yeah. And then they, but that adds Or no co- words at all. But even no, because you have to have ingredients, you have to have nutritional uh. content. It's a bunch of stuff, and you have to literally have either French and English labeling or just French only. And then what people do is the cheap alternative: print up stickers and have employees, you know, put them over. But that adds cost to doing business in yeah. Quebec, and it's 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 a pain in the neck. Why but, why is English doing better than French though? It's not that it's not doing better. It's not that it's doing better. It's that the idea is that French is on the decline. Apparently, if you but trust like, the studies, why is, you know, it, it is I, though. I, I, I don't be- I don't believe it is. Really, French French people are still speaking French in Quebec. Uh, English people are speaking English, but everybody's speaking French and English. Who wants to speak French and English? But the idea is to protect French spoken in the home. None of this has anything to do with it, and to allow. You know, to, to oblige a company of 25 employees or more to operate in French, to have contracts drafted in French and in English, even if somebody wants them drafted in English, it's going to cripple the, the economy and not actually do anything to protect the French language, in my humble opinion. All right, let's see. Trout in Alberta says, Tim, there are can- Canadians that will riot. Rural Alberta, not the cities, have had enough. Just look to the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mirror, Alberta. What was that about? Uh, whistle stop, I'm not sure about. Oh, I do know about whistle stop. A couple of people were held in contempt for uh, continuing to operate. There was the Adams Barbecue in Ontario. Some people have stood up, and some people have t- gotten massive fines and have taken it to court. But by and large, um, it's a lot. I don't promote Abolish non-compliance. No, I don't promote non-compliance because mm. it doesn't get you where you want to go. It's just going to get the government to come in with more police force. But if people don't want to vote these people out, the people will get what they want. They'll get what they voted for. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening. But, so it, it's interesting because here, you know, our, our police swear not to the Constitution. And then when you see these cops going out and enforcing unconstitutional edict and mandate, I have to wonder, you know, what, what their word actually means. So I'm curious about your relationship, like the Canadian people's relationship with cops. 
It, I, I would, in my, in my experience, it's deteriorated. Would you see cops pepper spraying dudes yep. at a Tim Hortons because they're not wearing a face mask? It has nothing to do with safety. It has to do only with compelled compliance. But I, I have never, uh, not distrusted, but not liked seeing the police around because I don't know what they're there for. Are they there to actually fight actual crime or are they there because a, an eight year old girl is not isolating in her house because she crossed somebody with COVID? I mean, I don't know what they're there to do, but if it's, if it's to enforce that stuff, they're not there to enforce the law and it's, it's causing some goodwill, uh, issues. Abolish the police? They never abolish the police, but just have the, the police should do a job, which is justice and not, uh, as the good cops start quitting, mm. you know, mm-hmm. give it a year or two and then you'll be like, man, we really should have abolished them a long time ago. Cause if the good cops are already going to quit, Mm-hmm. And the bad cops are going to stay, and it's a win-win for everybody. Well, especially when you talk about Canadian Mountie. I mean, they're, they're considered the nicest cops in the world. The, well, Quebec, Quebec. I heard cops, they ride moose. Is that true? It is not true. They ride horses, <laughs> which is still kind of kind of funny. But um, the Quebec police have had a, a reputation for being trigger happy in the past. Mm. But um, no, the, the, but the issue is that they're enforcing things in a way, and, and Quebec has issued tens of millions of dollars yeah. in COVID fines. It's 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 atrocious. Mm. All right, let's see what we got here. Kirk Hood says, Ian's passion is great for the show. I like listening to how his mind works. Oh. Then if you. you are a member coming to the event tomorrow, you'll you'll get a good chance to meet him. And Ian will sing you songs. Oh. With, oh and whisper sweet nothings into your ears. <laughs> oh, gosh. Some writing checks we can't sign. Ron, Ron Garion says, simulation equals virtual reality. Simulacrum mean, equals augmented reality. Interesting. Oh. Killer Donut says, do you think Biden will use the National Guard to supply federal uh, LNO needs? The federal prisons is only about 60% vaccinated, 25% at some institu- some of the institutions. P.S. Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm not going to read it. But uh, the other question. Yeah. I think, yes, the National Guard will come in. They're going to they're gonna send a National Guard for truck driving. They called the National Guard for driving school buses in, where was it, Massachusetts? Yeah. And that's one of the next big uh, vaccine mandate cases because they were given a longer time period to comply. And I've received requests from everybody. I mean, I've received requests from people who work at the White House to contest the vaccine mandate. So it's much broader what you're talking about earlier in terms of who's opposing the social credit system is much broader than anybody knows. Mm-hmm. People at the Federal Reserve want to sue the Federal Reserve over it. I mean, yep. But the National Guard suits are coming across the country. Interesting. All right, here's one. Uh, for Ian, DTQC says the crown is the body politics, which is fused to the body of the queen. This was used to justify how the queen, uh, how Queen Elizabeth could rule even if she wasn't a man because her body politics is male. Ah, okay. That's some intense legal, legal speak there. I don't know it's what that like means really. Some well, dudes I, I, like she's a queen. She can't rule. Ah, but the body politic is male. Okay. She's a dude. That works. Yeah. I know DTQC, uh, DTQC's avatar. But I do not know the truthfulness or the accuracy of ah. that statement. Mm-hmm. Well then, I do not doubt it because he's a, he's a he's a long time watcher. But uh, I don't know that offhand. Mm. Andrew Bakanowicz says, "I need a new shirt that says, what am I doing here?'" All right, Luke. <laughs> Quote Joe Biden. <laughs> I need something more spicy. That's yeah. like too. Uh, like I need I need more. Uh. All right, let's see. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub says Brandon Lee was struck in the stock by a blank that got lodged in the barrel, then expelled by the next shot. Also, how much uh, how much of SPAC rise do you think was from people copying Pelosi? Feed the chickens. Uh, Brandon Lee, my understanding is that there was a squib. It was a squib. Yeah. Shot was called. So it had no gunpowder, but it, it was had a supposed bullet. to not have primer, but it did have primer. Yeah, there's a lot of they different theories the out primer. there. There's, there's a lot of different conspiracies about that story. So there's different versions of exactly what happened. Like someone and, forgot uh, to remove the primer or something. Something like that. Ladies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, um, they said, uh, Wubba Lubba Dub Dub said, feed the chickens. Uh, Chicken City is nearing 
absolute completion. And it is, you can see it on my Instagram. It's just a beautiful chicken fortress. It's got a sewer system. So where the chickens sleep, chickens just, you know, they just dump where they sleep. And so there's a plastic pan, which funnels down into a duct system that, that rolls it all out. So we, we, it's a legit chicken city. It's got a sewer system. I think that makes it a city. And here's the plan that we're going to, we're going to build. Once it's completely done, we're going to move the chickens in there, the adults first. We're going to set up cameras for a 24 seven chicken live stream. We're going to have different cameras and adjustable cameras, PTZ, so they can move around and film other things. And you're going to watch the chickens do chicken stuff. And then the ultimate goal, we want to build a machine that whenever there's a $50, $50 in super chats come in, it will rotate dropping treats for the chickens. And there'll be like a maximum release, you know, maybe like only 10 times per day. But then people who are watching can, you know, hit five bucks and you'll see the meter fill up. And then once it hits 50, it'll go, ying, and the machine will start spinning, and the chickens will run for it, and they'll all be running around and fighting. And the thing is, people need to understand this. Chickens play rugby. Do you guys know this? That's what it's called. Uh, if you throw in, like, a bug, one chicken will pick it up and then run, and they'll all chase <laughs> each other. And they'll try and take the food from each other's mouths, but they like they run around, and they're dodging and jumping. It's, like, really fun to watch. The 24-7 is good. I've never seen a chicken actually lay an egg. Oh. Me neither. I would, yeah. I would be interested to see that. That's right. And we can, we'll put cameras in the roosting boxes. We just sit there. So it's it, there's a bunch of them. We'll figure out they like roosting in the same place, but we'll put a camera and then you don't really see anything. Sometimes well, the chickens will be running and the egg falls out. <laughs> I've, I've seen an ostrich give uh, give birth, lay an egg, and that's there's some, quite shocking. There's some crazy developments according to the Daily Mail surrounding the Alec Baldwin case. I don't know oh, if you happened? want me to read it, yeah. well, but let, the Daily let, Mail... Let me pull it up. The Daily up. Mail... The lead story? Um, I don't know, but they're reporting right now that when uh, he was told that he needed to shoot the scene again, Baldwin jokingly no, said... No, 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 no. Is, that, is that the Daily Mail? Because I heard that's not true. That's, I, that's I, what some people are reporting right I re- now. I, yeah, read, yeah. I read that this morning that he jokingly was like, I'll shoot you. He was joking. But yeah. that was not true. Okay. Those are some of the reports I see going around Twitter right now. And again, yeah, that's not the police the department Mail. are still uh, investigating it. We don't know what happened. Which, uh, so the, the, there is an update, though. Apparently, he was told the gun was safe. So mm-hmm. that's the, the latest update. He there that, that big big updates, but yeah, apparently someone went to him and told him the gun was safe. That's what they're reporting. You know, his crisis communications team is in overdrive. Yeah. yeah. Non-union assistant director handed him prop gun after workers walked off set over poor conditions. Mm. Yikes, man. Yeah. We got a big event tomorrow. There's gonna be a lot of people there. Some people who just happen to be in the area for some reason right. might actually be there as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you go to timcast.com, become a member. We were trying to do events all year, and I, 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 you, many of you probably know this, and it's just not easy to do. That's why one of the reasons I'd love for this county to become a part of West Virginia. But we uh, we got Free Domestan, which uh, we're going to build a big stage, and we're going to have events there. We're going to try and figure it out. It's it's complicated stuff, insurance, cost, and all that stuff. But you know, we, we ultimately want to have the events be free for members when they spring up. Limited availability, obviously, but that's what we're doing here. I don't know if we'll be able to do an event for November and December just because of the holidays, and it's going to be cold. We'll figure it out, maybe. But then, um, you know, January, February, March, we'll try and do events once a month in the area. Maybe, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with the lockdowns and the enforcement all that stuff. But uh, yeah, become a member at TimCast.com. Smash the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share the show with your friends. Follow us at TimCast IRL on all platforms. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Do you guys want to shout anything out? Yeah, if you want to follow us at vivabarnslaw.locals.com, that's where our community exists, and that's where you can get exclusive content all year round. It, it is a treasure trove of information on locals. Uh, Robert and I are both on Twitter, Barnes underscore law on Twitter, Viva Fry on Twitter. Oh, the Viva Fry, not Viva Fry. That's a 
unrelated Russian account. Oh, uh, the Viva Fry. <laughs> and before I forget, why do you have two machetes on the table? Well, at first, when, I, when we first had the new Great studio, question. there was a, there was a sword here. My a, sword. Someone took it away from me. <laughs> no, so I, you, I got you my took own my sword. sword. <laughs> I got my own sword. It was here on the table. Okay, it was a free sword, so Weapon I decided to you know. Free it was like, sword. Hey. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm very excited about tomorrow's event. And if you want to see me leading the charge of the Let's Go Brandon chance, you can because I'm going to be posting about it on my Twitter and Instagram stories, all under Luke We Are Change. Luke we are change on Instagram and Twitter, and my YouTube channel is We Are Change, and it's great to see some of you guys there. Thanks for it having me. It was so good to have you guys here. Uh, the energy is good, and the information is good. I like Luke. You said earlier there, I wanted more, so hopefully we can do this again. I, I would love to have you guys back sometime. There was a bar you mentioned earlier. Oh yeah, someone had messaged me, and tonight people are going to be out. People that are in town for the uh, event, and the name of the bar I'm going to the pull barn. It up. The barn. the barn. That's easy. It's, barn. it's, it's yeah. in Harper's the, Ferry. It's called the barn. The bar? The barn with an barn. N. Uh, there, people may be there hanging out. If you go, ch- check around. There are people that are going to be attending the event tomorrow going to be hanging out there. One Kayla Fromel sent me the message. Oh. So thanks, Kayla, for letting me know. Nice. And uh, then we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. I am stoked. I looked up this quote that someone uh, super chatted us that Tim didn't want to read because that's how people get you. It is Latin, and I could almost figure it out, but I had to look it up. It is Montani Semper Liberi, which is from the Latin, and it means mountaineers are always free. It is the state <laughs> motto of West Virginia. Oh. Now we know. I feel See, enriched. I should have known that. Yeah, I, I you should have known. Free yeah, the mountain, the but that's, that's, that makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> free the mountain. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, I am super excited about tomorrow. Um, you guys may follow along on my Twitter at Sour Patch Lids. All right, it's gonna have to be an early bedtime because we're gonna get there early. We gotta set up. We we we, we have no idea what we're doing. We're I, I, we're, we're get some amps, a PA, some microphones, and luck. just figure it out. <laughs> and uh, it's whatever you know. We'll be there, and uh, we'll you know we'll be working all day tomorrow. So thanks for watching the show, and for everybody who's coming out, we'll see you there. And for everyone who missed it, there'll be more to come, and we'll make sure we get you. So thanks for hanging out. We'll see y'all next time. Bye guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.